Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. is the 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show on 610 Sports Radio. Call us at 913-576-7610 or tweet us at 610 Sports KC using hashtag AP610. Here's Mike Wicket and Editor-in-Chief at ArrowheadPride.com, Pete Sweeney. We got a final from Arrowhead in a strange football game, 30-14. to 14. Your Kansas City Chiefs improved to 5-0. and oh. Pete, we have a very special guest in studio. Let's go! I would like... I would the like, worst. I'm, the I'm, worst of the worst. Let's I'm, go! I'm, I'd like the Y'all two need of to you... need to pick this energy up. I'd like the two of you to put your, your differences aside for the next two hours. Timeout. A two-hour timeout. One half... Uh, yeah, timeout. One half of Show and Vern Middays here on 610 Sports Radio. Ronnie, the show in studio with us. All show... Hey, appreciate you coming in, man. Thank Let's you so go. much. To hell. Let's go. Orlando, I'm going to start it off right now. I'm going to start this thing off right Great. now. Orlando, Lando Scandrick, yeah. I have been so hard on you. I'll give you the week off. I just sit this off. You're playing New England. I'll give you the week off. Lando, I've called you Scrap Heap Scandrick. I've called you Lando. I want to give you the O to the start of your No more. 22, Orlando Skandrick, you made that number look beautiful. And he got a pick. I didn't know he was capable. Ninth of his career. Let's go. (laughs) Sent a message today. Phone number, if you're leaving Arrowhead, if you're stuck in traffic, 576-7610. Text in your thoughts, 69306 on Twitter at Arrowhead Pride, hashtag AP610. I find that this game, to me, was the exact opposite of Monday night, right? So Monday night, no one is playing well. Patrick Mahomes leads leads the way to the Chiefs, wills them to victory. In this game, it was a tough defense, and Patrick Mahomes clearly didn't have his best day, but the the, the surrounding and the supporting cast really willed Mahomes and the rest of the team to victory today. And this one is more important than the one in Denver because this shows that the quarterback can have a tough day and you could still come away with the victory. And not only the victory, but a 30-14 to 14 win amidst injury injuries, amidst a couple guys uh, getting ejected from the game. <laughs> and you still come away with the victory and you're 5-0 and now through five weeks, five wins. That's, uh, that's as good as you can be. If there was a fifth quarter in this football game, and I know what that means, a fifth quarter, I don't know if the Chiefs hold on to this lead because of the players that they lost due to injury and ejection. But being up 30-14, to 14, Ron, in, in the fourth quarter, that helped this team hold on yeah. to a win. I disagree with both statements you guys have both made. Shocking. Here, we, here we go. Welcome Listen, to the postgame. The way Blake Bortles, the way Blake Bortles <laughs> and Doug, 
the way that Blake Bortles and Doug Marone were rolling around there just conspiring to help the Chiefs win, I don't care if they play eight quarters today. The Jacksonville Jaguars were not going to. The, I'm allergic to the end zone. Jacksonville Jaguars. And I'm sorry. The Denver game, to me, it's about Mahomes. All right, that was what that what what he did there. Right. That was to me the most even more important to this game. They came out seven nothing. Everything from the start, even in this game, was right. I did. I, I hear what you're saying, but like to me, I'm just that saying game, that today was more of a complete team win. Yes, and like, team for win, me, Monday night's Mahomes. You know, because everybody sucked on Monday night except Pat Mahomes. Well, till the end, right? Till about the third. He half kept quarter. him. He kept, it was a single player that kept mm-hmm. him in this game. In this game, Mahomes was shaky, which is you know we we said it was going to come. The day came, and, and yet you still won. This was the worst game Mahomes has played as your starter. Twenty-two of thirty-eight, still for, threw for three hundred and thirteen yards, had the touchdown run on the ground, but threw two picks. Your thoughts on this one? Let's get you right up five seven six seven six ten. We start with Neil and Lone Jack. You're on 610 Sports Radio. Feeling good today, Neil? Feeling good. <laughs> Feeling great. Patrick Mahomes is still the best ever. I don't care if he threw two picks today. Is that 22 or 20? It was, was it 20 or was it 22 that got uh, a couple interceptions today? I, don't, I mean, what? Number 20? No, no, then, no, no, I don't even 22. know. I don't even know. I don't even know Kevin's number. What is it? Because I didn't hear his name the entire day. Hey, what's so funny? What's so funny? I want to know. Can you tell me what's so funny? There you go. Out? Let it hang out. Has anybody fans. figured this out? What is so funny? Has anybody figured that out yet? Well, we got plenty of people out there today. Hopefully, someone will go in that Jags locker room and get that from Telvin Smith. Got like if, eleven if, guys in that locker room. Right if you now. missed it during the week, Telvin Smith. Uh, at the Jaguars pressure. We'll play the audio for you right now. It was fantastic. I don't care what you say. I love this. <laughs> Here we Tom go. Smith. Here's the audio from Telvin Smith. This is from earlier in the week leading up to the Chiefs and Jags game today. Because I think it's, 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 it's funny. Um, it's funny. It's funny to me. But it's a great week. I'm telling you that. What, look, what, look. What? <laughs> listen, listen. Bad. We uh, ask me that after the game. Say Wednesday. Why were you smiling so hard? What is was it, so funny? Is it funny that they get so much attention? <laughs> oh, well, really? it's not. It's it's the fact that again. Ask me. Ask me after the game. I'll be ready. I promise you. I, I, I ask you. Right exactly. I, I ask you. I ask. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. It was funny as I was getting prepped for this interview. And getting prepped for the questions, just the the prep uh, this week, man, it's funny. It's great, though. I'm telling you, it's great. If you're going to act like that at a press conference, you better be damn sure you win the game. It was beautiful. I I hope somebody asks us what was so funny afterwards. Let it hang out. Hey, thanks for the call. 576-7610. Dan, KCK, you're next up. You're on 610 Sports Radio. Hi, Pete. Hi, Hi, Mike. How you doing? That was a great game by Mahomes, even though it was a tough game. How about Bob Sutton's defense today? That was lights out today. And let's take care of the Patriots. Take care, guys. Thanks, Dan. Sean, you're next up in Olathe on 610 Sports Radio. Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? Hey, Sean, do me a favor. Turn your radio all the way down, please. My my bad. That's actually the post game. You're good. Uh, Glad to have you, man. Hey, uh, God dang. Uh, yeah, I want to know the same thing. What is so funny? How high were you when you were doing that interview, Telvin? That's what I want to know. How, he sounds re- – I mean, that's just crazy, like, maniacal laughter. Somebody's got to hit him up. But I would say the one thing I really took away from the defense was so many people, and they had said it in the locker room, and you guys have heard it because you guys did it, the interviews, and you had talked to that defense, and Ragland had made the point that, that they felt disrespected. 
and that whole oh nothing matters no we don't care what no they heard it they heard it loud and clear and you could see even those guys were getting talked they were making a statement to those players that in their faces all that trash talk turned into hey look we're beating the real bad I'm gonna get up in your face hey I'll take the penalty I'll get tossed for beating the real bad I absolutely love that. Um, it's funny you say, you know, it's funny you say that, Sean, As, you know, from, from one perspective, it's, I, you know, we're beating you. You can't handle it. We're going to go that extra mile, go over and above the other side. And a lot of people were talking about this too. On the other side is the chiefs were showing signs that the Jags could get under their skin and they reacted that way. That's something that the Jaguars do well though. Yeah. That's, I mean, I can see that. I can see the other side of the coin. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. What you're saying, but I think that, I mean, we've been so terrible. We've been so they've been so they've been so bad. And then Jones interception. I don't know. The ball does kind of fumble our way. There was a little bit of luck involved in some of that stuff. And Bortles. I mean, how big of a trash can did he look like? You like just four hundred <laughs> yards. That dude is a douche canoe. He can't throw any. I mean that. I mean the blooper of the week. The blooper of the year is going to be that ball at the back of that line. <laughs> I mean, that's that people already on Twitter. That's the new butt fumble. That's already the new butt fumble. <laughs> so, Sean, thanks for the phone call, man. He, he threw it right in the and, back of the helmet, man, of I, one of his linemen. I, I couldn't be a Jaguars fan if I had to watch that quarterback every year, every <laughs> week. Like, and that's the best option that they've had for a while. Like. You got to peep those splits, though. I mean, he's a different quarterback in Jacksonville than he is anywhere else. His coach certainly didn't help him today. Uh, he, mm. I mean, that can't be the game plan to throw it that many times. And early in the game, I don't, I don't know what it is. I sent this tweet out earlier. It appears like whatever that was that Tim Tebow had that year with Denver, that magic where other teams would do things to shoot themselves <laughs> in the foot. And try to help Tebow win. It appears the teams are doing that with the Chiefs' defense. Like and and I don't. I mean, they just ran it down their throats at ten nothing, third and two. You knew you were going for it on fourth down, and you're going with a fade. <laughs> you're throwing the ball. You just I, ran it down their throats. They had time early in the game to continue to use the run and run the. Their defense. It's going to look bad, but their defense played, especially against this offense. Mm pretty well without their quarterback throwing a pick six to a defensive lineman and four picks in the game. Even Orlando Scandrick getting a pick at the end of the game that probably cost your fantasy teams out there. If you played the chiefs defense, I got, but, I got Bortles, but I mean, <laughs> oh, oh, you, you tried it. You tried it with, <laughs> what is that? Tried, a, did you? Is that a 32 team league? Oh, my goodness. It's the best I could, it's the best I could do, but whatever it is, I don't care. Whatever it is, like, I don't understand. I do not understand what the Jags were doing at the beginning of the game. I mean, your defense gets a pick, the first pick on Mahomes at the 50. Let's throw it again. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> it, it makes no sense. That is a frustrating team uh, to watch. If, if I, you're a Jaguars fan, I don't know what you do. I, I really don't know what you do. Uh, let's talk to Chester. You're next up on 610 Sports yeah, Radio. Chester! Chester. Chester. I like 5-0 uh, because it comes with a price tag. But sometimes you take things to the return department. I was watching matchups, how he'll wore him out. I mean, he was playing back, and he would, he'd, he'd get those first downs. You know, he'd run, you know, his best patterns. They'd mix 
by the end of the game, he was so tired. He didn't have an after-game talk. And most of his talk was a pre-game talk. Uh, the things that are fixable, as you know, you, you won't see them get uh, uh, unsportsmanlike conduct and then get disqualified. From it. Those are easy fix. And, and, and when you play a game like this, the mental part of it, the preparation part of it, you're target because you're undefeated. These are things I like on the matchup. You know, we got the advantage that we play the one time. You beat some of the top teams at the end of when you peak at the end of the season. Those those losses count a whole lot when you get down to the picking the finals. I'm happy today because what we matched up good. Uh, two quarters, zero points for the opposition. Kept them down to 14 points. Uh, uh, finished out the game well. Uh, this is this, this is what it's all about. It gets you ready not only for game fields but for the next game. God bless you. Hope we hold those energy, you know injuries down and get ready for uh, the Patriots. God bless you. Thank you, Chester. As always, Brad and Lenexa, you're next up. Your Chiefs are five and zero. Yes, they are. Go ahead, man. Yeah, you know, I was super excited to see. You know, it's fun to watch Showtime at home. Everybody loves it, but it, I was exciting to see what we could do when he wasn't Showtime for a game. Right. And you know, I think hey, your guys' point you made just about ten minutes ago about most important game last week versus this week. I think the combination of the two are huge because when the team's going to suck, we have a guy that can carry us. When our guy that can carry us isn't playing his best, we have a team that's good enough to win games, and it's, it's super exciting. Yeah, it, it's something you haven't had before, Brad. Yeah, this week. And appreciate, I appreciate the call. I think for the first time this week, too, all season, you saw a Chiefs defense, and not not that it was like this the entire game, but you saw some sign of life. You know, like maybe mm-hmm. they aren't the worst you know, uh, bunch in the entire league. Maybe they can play better. I think you saw some signs of hope. Well, but, uh, excuse me, but if they get half of this right. performance from this defense, they're going to be fine. Uh, they're, a, they're a problem. Right. I agree, I agree uh, with that 100%. And I'm even, not even Belichick or Brady, who I am afraid of, they're a problem. What would you guess the line is? Early line is out for next week. Um, Without injuries, with all that stuff. Pat, New England plus Pat, three. Pat's minus three. Pat's minus, minus three. three excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Patriots like, are a three-point favorite. Oh, sure. I, th- I feel like it's a pick game, and they generally go home team. Two, home team gets three. three yeah. yeah. You know, I, this is why next week, I don't want to already. I mean, this is a great win, and, and I think if you're a Kansas City and you love the Chiefs, enjoy it. But I think this is why next week matters more because the Jaguars do this all the time. They, they just they seem like a team that's legitimate, and then they come, and as Ron was alluding to, Doug Marone makes stupid mistakes. They don't stick with the game plan that's working. They have Blake Borders throwing the ball into the helmet of the other team, and you can never take them seriously. <laughs> next game, you're playing the team. If you go in there in New England and you win and you win convincingly, the Chiefs should go to the Super Bowl. Like, it ends there. Don't do that to yourself. It ends there. It's October. It doesn't matter. No, no, because no, it does if you matter. Go, if, you does. Go into, if you walk into those two games Pete, and you win Ron in convincing fashion, then then you should. You, should, you shouldn't be happy at that point, and you're 6-0, and you just I knocked mean, off to the Tom, how Tom, many, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick playoffs are different. How many years in a row, though, are you going to beat Super Bowl caliber teams and not get there yourself. I mean, it's at that point. The Chiefs you, have as shown, a fan, the Chiefs you can reasonably be able to do it for since 1969. The Chiefs have shown to be able to do it. Hey, you, right now you have beaten, and we're going to go back to the phones here. Feel free, lines are open five seven six seven six ten, or shoot us a text at uh, six nine three zero six. 
before the season, you could talk Super Bowl about a lot of different teams. You could talk the Super Bowl about Pittsburgh because of Big Ben. This Jacksonville team was close getting there last year. Some people thought the Chargers had an outside shot if things kind of fell right. They were kind of bitten by the injury bug. If you beat New England, you will have beaten four teams that you could have that conversation at the beginning of September and said, those are four Super Bowl contenders. And the Chiefs, if they can get by, even if they lose to New England, no, it's that's, the, that's, the three, Chiefs, that's three and one against Super Bowl contenders. The Chiefs have been a Super Bowl contender in this AFC, in my opinion, since after week two. Okay. Winning on the road with with the, with against the Chargers. It just, just because of the position they put themselves in. Mm-hmm. They went on the road. In, against the Chargers and the Steelers, like there's just not many teams in the AFC that you think have a better chance and, to get the AFC Championship. And yet. by the way, after that New England game, I know you might you might poo 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 this, but don't sleep on the Bengals. That's a good Cincinnati team, and they always play well in October. They play terrible in January, but they play well in October, and they come to Arrowhead. That could be a really really interesting football game. I just look at this schedule. Right at the beginning, we were looking at it. You always evaluate the schedule because all we want is football to start. So you look at all right. the games. What's the record going to be? And if you look at that first half of the season, Chargers, Steelers, 49ers, Broncos, Jaguars, Patriots, Bengals, Broncos. And by the way, the Niners were a Super Bowl team before Garoppolo hurt, or at least a playoff team right. before Garoppolo got hurt. If somebody would have said to you at that point with that damn schedule <laughs> that you can leave with a 5-3 and three record and then go on and play most of your home games at the end of the season yeah. and go in your second half, you would have taken that 10 out of 10 times if you're a Chiefs fan. Of course. That's, they, they've clinched that already. Yeah, five. Yeah, we have new evidence, and this team is right. different, and yeah. the AFC is different. Uh, we'll get to more of your calls if you're on hold. DJ, Batman, Fred, Don, everybody stick right there. We will hear from Patrick Mahomes very soon. You're going to hear your quarterback, Chiefs fans, Right here on 610 Sports Radio. Also, uh, the head coach, Andy Reid, will come to the mic. We'll have that for you as well. More of your phone calls. And also on Twitter at Arrowhead Pride. Hashtag AP610. The 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride postgame show. Big time players make big time plays. 610 Sports Radio. get into the end zone with his arm this week but he did it with his legs that's Patrick Mahomes touchdown run in the first quarter uh Jim Nance on CBS with the call glad to have you Chiefs win now 5 and 0 30 to 14 winners over the Jacksonville Jaguars arrowheadpride.com editor in chief Pete Sweeney Ron the show Hughley from Show and Vern here on 610 uh joining us in studio I'm Mike Wickett we want to hear from you 5767610 if you're leaving Arrowhead what was it like and this team is now 5-0 and at the Patriots next week, Sunday night football. We'll obviously get into that all week here on 610. Right back to the phones and DJ streaming us online in Fargo. You're on 610 Sports Radio. What's up, DJ? All right, glad. Uh, first time caller, only by, only Chiefs fan here in Vikings. <laughs> I bet you are. <laughs> a lot of ugly purple around there. Oh, yeah. It's, that beat-ups right now. It's a mess. But All right. Well, uh, thanks for taking my call. And, uh, you know, I've been a Chiefs fan, you know, for pretty much all my life. And, you know, I've seen them have good starts. But it's just something about this team that just feels different. You know, like there's a few games, you know, we had Alex Smith. You know, no offense to Alex Smith. We won the one some of those games, like the one in Pittsburgh, the one in Denver. And then today, you know, the defense showed up. You know, I know Blake Bortles didn't play 
you know, his best game. But some of those interceptions were, you know, kind of tough to make. The one uh, where, you know, he caught it and then he was, like, spinning around on the ground. I was impressed by that. But what, what really worries me, I guess, is, like, the disqualification of uh, D. Ford and Chris Jones. You know, I know, like, you know, they're younger players. But, you know, I, I don't know, you know, if that keeps happening, you know, with suspensions and things like that. So I don't know what, what they can do to fix that. Because that was the only thing that was really troubling for me. Today. It, you know, it's, it, DJ, um, it's, it's, it's really, it's funny about. you bring that up it's funny you bring up the uh the 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 the, the ejections of a couple of players the penalties because during the break ron and pete were going back and forth <laughs> discussing this and ron and pete don't always i mean ever see eye to eye but you guys had differing thoughts on chris jones getting tossed d4 getting tossed and kareem hunt getting up in somebody's in somebody's face after a big run you won 30-14 today, right? So it's hard to get mad at anything. I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to be very, very happy with the win. In a much closer game, though, this is a much closer game like they tend to be in the NFL playoffs or something like a game late in the season where you're playing for a bye with this team. The expectations are growing and growing and growing. You're not going to want to see that. You're not going to want to see an unsportsmanlike penalty or – Two, and then D. Ford is suddenly ejected from a game when you're already down two outside linebackers. You're not going to want to see Chris Jones banging someone's thigh after the play. That was one of the dumbest things I have ever seen. Like, the referee was from me to you, Ron. He was five feet away, and there's Chris Jones trying to drop the hammer on somebody. I loved it. Oh, give me a break. You did not love that. I loved it. You've got to look at the history of this team and the history of how people view this team, in my opinion. And this is one of the things I've talked to Therese about this before the season and in the season. This team is looked upon by the other teams in the league as punks. They feel like you can punk the Chiefs. Denver has done it year after year. The Steelers have done it year after year. Jacksonville looked at this team and said they're soft. We can punk them. Listen, they knew the score. Now, if this thing was closer, yeah, I think it would be another conversation. What Chris Jones did, what what Kareem Kareem Hunt especially, I'll take the 15. D4, think about the guys who I, did it. I think need about to the- go back a year and check the tape because I don't know what you said, but Travis Kelsey's penalties got him crushed for years. Did you say you liked those when He's he a, did them? Oh, I've, listen, I've always said right. the swagger of him okay. and Peters sure. were things. Because people would all, I think teams would look in and laugh at the Chiefs and say, oh, yeah, the swagger of their team, their toughest guy is their little corner. That's the only guy that was a nut on the team. And I love, you need some stupid on the team. And I love that Kareem <laughs> Hunt a- came out and said, we will not be punked. You can talk trash, and I'm going to talk trash to you. Think about it. The guy who plays the piano, I have heard from people in the league that think T. Ford is a real punk. He plays the piano and make fun of him. He gets ejected for taunting and getting in people's faces. Chris Jones, the happy-go-lucky guy. No, man, don't touch me. I'm coming for you. I love the message they sent they were kicking their ass and they bore a-holes about it and i love it you need some of that and the chiefs have been looked at as punks for years no change that change that i loved it when it comes to the fire i think of course you welcome that i think if it gets to a point where the referee is taking the yellow flag or giving you the old mlb umpire you're out of here i think I'd rather have these players on the field. I understand what you're saying because you want that fire and you want that dog in these guys, no doubt. But I'd rather have D Ford on the field than not. 
I'd rather the, have Chris Jones on the field yeah, than not. It was 30 to 7. The, the, yeah, I, I, they weren't coming back. If it was 10 7, third quarter, and those guys were getting tossed, plus Houston's out with the, with the hamstring injury. It's a injury. different story. It's a different story. But, what, but you can pick and choose when you send your messages. See, I loved when the Royals the, did this. The message. I loved, I loved when Ventura used to come after people. I loved when the Royals and Kane said, We ain't going to be punked. We'll come out here and the do whatever. The message was, I loved it. You can get under our skin, no, and that's how we're going to react. Yeah, you can't be under my skin can, when it's 30 to 7. It's, I'm kicking your ass, and I'm going to let you know it because you was talking before the game. DJ, appreciate your call, man. Call us next week. We re- we're glad you're checking in from Fargo, man. Watch out for those Vikes fans. The Batman, you're next up on 610 Sports Radio. What's up, Batman? That's right. You know what? I don't agree with show too often, but he's right. <laughs> you've watched this team beat batman you've watched this team they've been punked everyone laughs and thinks they can do whatever they want against this team it is a new damn day man you're stone cold right show all i'm gonna tell you it's like you know today it's once again it's the red machine i'm not kidding anybody next week we got to see tommy and then i hope josh gordon has got a stash to sell because we're coming to get it that's all I got to say. Batman, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Now, next week, you got to be smart against Brady. All right. Oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> See, if you wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Same the the default <laughs> swagger against Belichick. you got to be smart. you got to be smart. Let's get... Uh, send your message. Take the chances of send your message. Fred in a seven. Send that sucker. Let's get... <laughs> Fred in Overland Park. You're on 610. What's up, Fred? Maybe one of the Chiefs players might have been able to tell the Jaguars that there was a quarterback available in the offseason named Alex Smith instead of the loser that plays for them. But here, here's why I called in. I don't care about division championships. I don't care about what I don't want is the Chiefs history in the last 30, 40, 50 years is one and done on the playoffs. So if, look, I love to tough people i took martial arts in high school that's fine if they want to be dust guys let them go to the ufc event on saturday or maybe guest appearance on wwe oh come on like i said last week <laughs> we are the new raiders and if this continues those penalties are going to come at the wrong time during a playoff game or something and then we're going to be one and done once again Fred, brilliant call. I appreciate that. There's a very big difference between the Chiefs Silly and the Raiders, call. and that is the, the head UFC, coaching. Come on. The head coaching. Andy Reid is not going to let this happen again. Andy Reid is going to have no. conversations oh, with each oh, of these no. guys. And I, while he – I'm telling you, I, if I, I, I think I have a good feel for, like, how he goes about his business. He'll have conversations with you guys. He'll say, to show his point, I appreciate that fire, but do it in a way that the yellow flags don't yeah, come out. 30 to 7. Let's go. That's when you do <laughs> Hey, uh, we have an update from uh, from Arrowhead. Tardif, offensive lineman, fractured fibula. Is that what you told me? Oh, Huge loss. That's massive. He's done. Don't know the, the, the extent of that fracture, but that is massive. Hey, Fred, I'm on the same page as you, man. Thank you for the phone call. Don, in Olathe, you're next up on 610 Sports Radio. Hey, Don. Ramsey Boyles and the Jags. They're like that one available toilet at Walmart. You know, a complete cesspool. Well, the chief said, F it bust their feces down the toilet and sit on it and dumped on them. Ha, 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 ha. Who's laughing now? Don, that was dangerously close to not being oh, FCC oh, friendly. Halloween call? <laughs> I'm glad you got <laughs> in. Because everybody wants to know, what was so funny? I know. What's, what was so funny? Let it out. Don, thanks, man. Uh, let's talk to Colin, who's listening to us in New Jersey on 610sports.com. What's up, Colin? 
Hi, how are you guys doing? I'm a first-time caller. Um, my dad had called here before, but I thought I'd give it a shot. I'm a huge Chiefs fan over here. I just want to talk about the game a little bit. Go ahead, bud. Um, so the defense, wow, what a show. I think this is probably one of the best showings all season we're going to see out of this defense. D. Ford really stepped up. I really did not expect that. I'm, I'm really proud of him. Um, the corners played really nice. You can see the chemistry building between those uh, defensive backs. And when Armani Watts took the field, I was, oh, what a weight off my shoulder right there. Um, to go back to what the guy said about the Raiders, listen, and saying the Chiefs are the new Raiders, listen, there was a lot of beef before the game, a lot of talk going between team to team. So I, I can see where this passion would come from, where they were fighting and stuff. I definitely had no doubt in my mind that these two teams were going to go at it with each other, especially after the game. They still were going at it. So I don't think this is the new Raiders. Don't get me wrong. I think this is just a pure best defense against best offense, and they were going to go at it with each other. I, I truly – it was a great game to watch. Mahomes threw a few picks, but – you know, he's, he's got stuff to learn, too, and it's the best defense in the league, so what are you going to do? Hey. That's all I had to say. Thanks, man. Great phone call. Don't be a last-time caller. Great job. This, this quickly on LDT, uh, courtesy of thechiefs.com. Uh, Fractured fibula but won't be out the entire season mm. per Andy Reid. Per Andy Reid. All right. Uh, we'll hear more from Andy Reid coming up when, uh, when he does step to the microphone. Also, Patrick Mahomes coming up here on 610. Let's go to Nick and Shawnee. Hey, Nick, your Chiefs are 5-0. and Yes, sir. Hey, I just want to say, show I agree with you um, about the fire and the Chiefs players. But, man, it was a farce uh, for getting thrown out of that game for, for saying a couple words to Bortles. That, that is an absolute joke. Did he do and, something well, before? You know, his he... first one was BS. The first one where what he turned around and pushed the guy that, that was he a, got. That, that was, was weak. That was silly. But if you're going to call, if that one's on the record, then the taunting, he stood over him out of bounds. A I've quarterback, got no problem with he that. He was over it. Yeah. That was that's a get. You can't Let do that. Know. That was, I, know. I, I it was know, calculated. As a, as, a, as a player in the NFL, you can't, you can't say, hey, I got you, or whatever he said to him. That just, I mean, this isn't Little League football. You know, these guys are going to say things to each other. They do, and to, to penalize the guy for that, I think that's, that's Bush League. That's all I got. Hey, thanks for the phone call, man. 576-7610. Let's talk to uh, Chris in Raytown. You're next up on 610 Sports Radio. What's up, Chris? Hey, what's going on? Hey, I just want to say, I want to give credit to that defense. Got to. We've been pushed around all season long and laughed at. So, you know, been ejected from a couple of games, okay. But, you know, we needed that. You know, no, I mean, I somebody put this up on Twitter. I think it was Rhiannon Alley, the, the anchor from Channel 41. And and didn't, didn't think I was going to hear that one today. This, this is what I bring <laughs> to the post-game show, My Ron. Goodness. She put up a tweet that I think a lot of people can, can sympathize or, or believe. <laughs> the Chiefs may have gotten tired of hearing how bad they were defensively. The Chiefs yeah. may have gotten tired of hearing that they were the worst in the league and yada, yada, yada. They, they turned it up today. They had that stupid that you're talking about. They hit. And even Romo on the broadcast said, the Chiefs, this is never what you want to be said about your football team. The Chiefs' Achilles heel is tackling. They tackled today. They actually tackled today. I Listen. See, I, I got straight. See, I was going to be calm, no. calm mm-hmm. and positive and let's go. They won, man. They were. This defense was amazing today. But please don't call in and text in and act like the things that have been said about this defense wasn't 
the right things to be said. Okay, this defense is not what we've seen all year long. Everything that's been said about them, they have deserved. They've been horrible at tacky, tackling, horrible in the passing game, horrible. They're the 32nd worst defense. Okay, they were fantastic today, and they get all the credit. That defensive line was something else today. But, all right, let's let's calm down. They've deserved everything they've gotten today and the, the weeks before. Road Blake Bortles. Again, because of the splits. You have to look at the splits on this guy. It's amazing. Road Blake Bortles is one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. Let's all keep this in perspective. Do, just because today happened and I'm happy about it doesn't necessarily mean the Chiefs defense is going to go to it's into back. Foxborough, into New England, and do the same thing <laughs> against Tom freaking Brady. If you think that, then you're not paying attention. Or at home to the Bengals. Or, yeah, it, it just, I'm happy today, about it. You need to see more, right? You need to see more of this before you say, hey, I was wrong. How many yards? I know a lot of it came in garbage time. A lot yeah, of it I don't came care at, about that. You want total yardage? Remember, we always talk about that number where they gave up 474 yards of offense, 502 today. They gave up 14 points. They scored, and they had four turnovers. Coming up, Andy Reid. You're going to hear from your head coach. Also, we want to hear from you. Chris, thanks for your call. Jim and Kenneth and Corey stick right there. 576-7610 is the phone number. If you're leaving Arrowhead, tell us what it was like inside. And boy, oh boy, looks like the weather wasn't as much of a factor. Your calls and your text hits at uh, 69306 as uh, we continue on. Pete Sweeney from Arrowhead.com. Ron, the show in studio. Mike Wickett. Chiefs now 5-0 and after a 30-14 to win. The 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride postgame show. Big-time players make big-time plays. 610 Sports Radio. Time to go down to Arrowhead. Glad you, uh, got you after 4 o'clock. Chiefs win 5-0. and Patrick Mahomes speaking to the media. Great opponent next week, but it is a it was a great win today, and we'll enjoy it tonight and get ready next week. Yeah, I mean, you have to set, set the tempo. You have to set the physicality when you go out there and play teams that have great players like they do. And uh, they were flying around and making plays. I mean, that was a great defense and a great team in general. And so for us, we just try to step up and make enough plays to come out with the win. Yeah, I mean, last year we had a great team, and uh, we won a lot of games. Uh, but this year we're going to try to just learn from last year the little drought that we had and just try to make it a process. I mean, the NFL seasons are long. There's going to be ups and there's going to be downs. But if you kind of just grind out every single day and try to get better every single day, you hope that you can limit the downs and, and maximize the ups. What's your thoughts on this week's match of the Ops against Tom Brady? I mean, right now everyone was consuming the front runner for the MVP, but you're going up against a guy who's won MVP a few times every five times yeah, I mean the Patriots in general are—they're going to be good year in and year out. It seems like this last this last decade or two, and so for us, I mean you're playing a team that's going to be really well really well coached in every phase of the game. Uh, you're playing a team that's going to have one of the best quarterbacks of all time at the other quarterback position, and a team that has been really hot as coming into this game. So we're going to try to just go in, uh, doing what we do, keep maintaining this momentum we have going, and hopefully we can go into a hostile environment and get a win. Yeah, I mean, it shows what kind of team we are uh, every phase of the game. I mean, we can win games with everybody on this team. It's not just the offense, not just defense, not just the special teams. We're a, a unit, and uh, we believe that. And uh, I'm excited just to 
come out with a win like we did today where the defense stepped up and made a ton of plays and gave us chances to make plays. Did today feel any different to you, Pat? You didn't have to score a ton of points yeah, I mean, when you play a defense like that, I mean, you're not going to score a ton, a ton usually. And so the defense stepped up, made a lot of plays, got us in great field position. And uh, I just went out there and tried to maximize the game plan and uh, try to score points when we could. Just an overthrow on the first. Yeah, Tyreek curled it in perfect. I tried to throw it on time. Uh, I kind of over, overstrided, and I tried to throw it too hard. And I uh, over, oversell, so overselled it uh, and uh, – but uh, at the same time, you got those things happen. Uh, being a quarterback, you try to limit them as much as possible. How much do you think going forward, obviously, playing two really physical defenses and then playing Jacksonville, that that's going to help you guys, especially once you get closer to those defensive Yeah, I mean, the first five games we've played this year and then next week, I mean, are against teams that could very well be in the playoffs. And so there's, these are teams that you're going to have to beat if you want to get to where you want to be at. And so for us, we're just going to kind of learn from every win that we have, every experience that we have, and try to build on that and uh, limit the mistakes that we have when we watch the film and keep getting better as the season goes on. Yeah, I, mean, I think it goes back all the way to college and then Coach Reed. I mean, you can't let that stuff bother you. He, he, he says that in football you have to have a short memory, especially when you play the quarterback <laughs> position you have to. And uh, – well, I mean, like you said, the defense got the ball right back for, right back to us, and we just try to go down there and put points on the board. Yeah, I mean, I think it it makes defenses change their whole game plan. So whenever they come against us, they can't play that man coverage on the edge. They have to put someone over the top, and they have to make sure that they account for his speed. And uh, I mean that helps out a lot whenever you get to like Travis and Sammy in the in the middle, and then you get the running game going because you know that the defense can't bring the guys down because if they do, kind of like the end of the game, we take chances and he makes plays. Looks like you made a concerted effort to get Sammy Watkins involved early and trying to get him a touchdown. You talked about that. I know you've been trying Yeah, I just try to play within the game plan. Uh, the thing with this offense is everybody has a chance to score, it seems like, on every play, and everybody gets their turn. And so Coach Reed's good with that, and it makes the defense have to cover, cover every single person on the field. And uh, we kind of had it going with Sammy early, and then Travis kind of in the middle, and then Tyreek made the big play at the end. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's always tough when guys get injured. Hopefully, it's not too serious. We'll see. Uh, but I mean, it's a ne it's next man up. If so, I mean, Larry is a great leader on that offensive line, and so hopefully we have him back. Uh, but uh, we're gonna keep rolling. Uh, you saw last year when I was on the sideline, and the team played against New England. This would be your first time facing Bill Belichick and the defense, and he's known for being a mastermind defensively. What are you most looking forward to and trying to uh, overcome that? Yeah, I mean, he's gonna he's gonna have a great game plan going into the game. Uh, they have they had a little bit, I think it's like ten days until they played us playing the Thursday night game. So I'm sure they they've watched some games already and they're gonna watch this game and try to figure out what we struggled with. And so I mean, that's the that's the best part of the NFL is you get to compete against the best and you get to go out there and try to try to win against them. I mean, it's 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 amazing, honestly. I mean, it's not there's nothing like it. Uh, just being able to pump that crowd up, and they, I mean, it is a factor in the game, so I'm excited just to keep that going throughout the rest of the season. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, I think with the weapons that we have, uh, defenses have to put their linebackers and their safeties on them. And with the routes that he runs and the way he's able to just feel, have that feel and get open, I mean, it's hard for those guys to do that. And whenever you have Sammy and Tyreek and Chris Conley outside, they, they, can, they can't help out with them. And so that definitely helps him out. And then he makes plays whenever he gets the chance. Patrick Mahomes after the win today. And it wasn't Mahomes. You know, it's funny, we, we took some calls earlier, and we're going to go right back to the phones, and if you're on hold, we're going to get to you, I promise you. Usually, Pete, when we've done these post-game shows, it's been, the whole show has been about Mahomes, for the most part. It's been about Mahomes early, Mahomes late, Mahomes six touchdowns, Mahomes four touchdowns, Mahomes whatever. Mahomes isn't the story of this game. No. I mean, he was 22 of 38, 313, no touchdowns, two picks. Not a great day. Had the, the scamper on the ground for the score. But, the guys, this was not a Mahomes game. Every week on Monday morning at ArrowheadPride.com, I do a rap article called The Rhea. And one of the things I wrote last week was, I'd love to talk about someone other than Patrick Mahomes today. And, and But I couldn't because it was all Mahomes Always last week. He, Mahomes. Wi- he willed the team back on Monday Night Football. Tomorrow, when I wrote, go sit down to write it in the morning, I know for sure I'll be talking about something else because finally I think the Chiefs won. They won this game today as a unit. Mahomes didn't play, you know, didn't have a fantastic game. He didn't look like the magician that we've seen the first four weeks of the uh, NFL season. And it was it was the defense, which I can't believe I'm actually saying it, which is how poorly they've played throughout this year. But the defense was really the backbone of the Chiefs' victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars today. That's who the conversation to me is about. Yeah. Um, I think the two the two real impressive things were the the two lines, the offensive line and the defensive line. Yep. They were uh, dominant, and we talked about Patrick Mahomes, right? He's been – him and Tyreek Hill have been the most impactful players on the field in all the games. D Ford, to me, was the most impactful player on the field today. What's the score? Uh, the story of this game in your mind? Give us a call, 576-7610, because for the first time it wasn't, oh, thank God we had Patrick Mahomes because Alex Smith couldn't win that football game. It wasn't about Pat Mahomes today. It was about a lot of other guys on this squad. Five seven six seven six ten. Right back to the phones. Let's talk to uh, Jackson here in Kansas City. You're on six ten Sports Radio. What's up, Jackson? Hey, uh, just to your question about the story of this game. I, I honestly, I think it was Orlando Scandrick. If if I had to say anybody, he just played. He, I mean, he played. He dominated for most of the game, and it's just not something that I was really expecting from him. Given, I don't know, just. I guess his past, I thought that the past few games, I thought that he had actually lost this stuff. I don't know. It doesn't seem like he has. So, But going forward, I would say I think what's kind of a, a big deal is that I just don't think that this defense is necessarily going to win you like a game in Gillette next ne- next week, per se. I think a lot of this season is going to ride on Mahomes and his ability. So. I don't know. Hey, thanks for the phone call, Jackson. Let's... I mean, I don't think anybody – look, here's what you want out of this Chiefs defense. Gave up over 500 yards today, four to Bortles, a lot of it in, in comeback time, a lot of it, you know, in some, in, in some strange situations. I don't think there is a Chiefs fan on the planet, even Bob, the most bob sativity filled person in the world, that thinks that the Chiefs defense is going to win them games this year, not even one. To me, guys, it's this Chiefs defense can't lose you four and five games this year. Isn't it funny? I mean, we went into this game and, and what we talked about was the offense of the Chiefs versus the defense of the Jaguars. Who's going to outplay who? Right. 
And really, the story that we came away from the game was mm-hmm. of, again, with a little bit of a, um, a, a hat tip to the offensive line of the Chiefs, but mainly the Chiefs defense and how well they played it. And it was the Chiefs defense. And I think uh, if you're looking at any play before he was ejected, Ron, it was the pick six. And, that, and at that point, I mean, yeah, a lot of other stuff happened in the second half. But mm-hmm. at that point, you pretty much knew you had the game on the wraps. Um, I said at the start of the show, I'm going to give Orlando Skandrick a week. <laughs> and I'm not going to let Jackson, who all mil- – listen, let's not – I'll just say let's not let it get away from us or right. Orlando Skandrick. I know. Uh, so, I, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Jackson Look, almost had me. I almost jumped in, but I, I promised I'll give you a week, right. Orlando. Th- th- you, this isn't showing Vern. We, I'm gonna give we, him a week. We let the callers have their say on this on this show, so we we just we go we let them have their I'm say. Let, I'm gonna I'm gonna let, let the, let's <laughs> let's not get crazy with Orlando <laughs> again. Just don't lose games. Dominant. Just don't lose games. Five seven six seven six ten. Let's talk to uh, Kenneth in Atlanta, listening to us online. What's up, Kenneth? Hey, what's going on, guys? Yep. I just, um, first of all, I'm a first-time first time caller, long-time listener. Thanks, man. Um, I enjoy everything that you all are doing at the station. Um, I love uh, the Arrowhead Pod uh, website. And uh, Ron, the show, usually, no matter what everybody else says about you, you're my kind of guy, so I, I enjoy everything that you say. I love um, you, brother. Now, the only thing that I disagree with you on is Skandrick. Skandrick has showed up <laughs> for the past two weeks. I think he just needed some time to get his feet up on the road. Uh, needed some time to get, you know, back with the team, get jailed with the team. And I think now that he's he's got he's played some football, I think he's actually shown that he can be serviceable. So while he may, you know, frustrate you sometimes, he shows up when you need him to show up. Uh, my second point about this defense is that everyone is complaining about the, the you know, ejections and the, the nastiness that this team is playing with. But I want them to play with this type of nastiness because the Legion of Boone used to play with that type of nastiness. The Ravens, they used to play with that type Keep of nastiness. Keep naming them. And it took them to the, the Super Bowl. You know, so I want them to come with that type of nastiness to basically tell teams that you're not just going to come in here and, you know, run all over us and we're going to basically shut you down. You know, and I, and I love that toughness with this team. Um, so I, I enjoy, you know, watching this game um, down here in Atlanta. We have a large group of, of fans that we get together every week, and we and we enjoyed watching this this game. And it was it was live, pretty much where we were watching that. So you know, I enjoyed everything, and I just wanted to just go in and say that. Kenneth, thanks, man. Appreciate I, the phone call. I'm not here for the setup um, on Orlando. Now I hate Vern. I, Vern's going to do this to me all week to try to make me say negative things. But I, I've always said this Chiefs team doesn't remind me of the 3 team. It reminds me of those Colts teams, those Colts teams mm-hmm. that were completely different when Bob Sanders was healthy and he was a guy that teams looked at and you, you looked at punking them. Because I think that was a, a soft angle about the Colts too. Bob Sanders would make that change, especially for the defense. You're hoping you get Eric Berry back to do something like that, but I, I'm with him. I love seeing that today. We'll get to the Andy Reid sound, I, I believe, in a, in a little bit, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I, as you watch the tweets come through from the press conferences after the game, it looks like Andy Reid was asked about those penalties, and one of the things he said in the same breath of, we got to be a little bit better, is that no one is going to push the Chiefs around, which I, I'm excited to hear what he had to say. Lines are wide open. We got a 5-0 and football team that just beat the best defense in the NFL. Let's we go. got wide open phone lines. 
Ron, the show, Pete Sweeney, Tell Mike Wicked. Five seven six seven six ten. Pick up that phone. Five seven six seven six ten. Let's get to uh, Andy Reid, the head coach, as Pete alluded to uh, just moments ago, talking with the media. And I need to hit the right button. Sorry, Kansas City. It's my first time I've ever been on the radio. All right. Um, as far as the injuries go, we got a couple of them here. Uh, Eric Murray sprained his ankle. Uh, Justin Houston uh, strained his hamstring. Armani Watts. Um, his, hurt his groin, and uh, Larry uh, Tardif, uh, Duvenet Tardif, um, has a fractured fibula, um, not a weight-bearing bone. It's going to take a little bit of time, but not not too long. He won't be done for for the year, which is a positive. Um, other than that, uh, we're okay. So uh, we got a nice got a nice uh, nice win. I'm proud of the guys and the effort that they gave, and and. Uh, uh, you can go around and you can pick a lot of people. I'm going to start with the grounds crew. They don't get enough credit. That field was unbelievable out there. And it, it went through quite a little bit of rain there, and they did a phenomenal job. The fans were incredible, absolutely incredible. Our defense was incredible. So five takeaways, um, played great. Bob's uh, game plan was tremendous. The guys bought in a short week now. So this is a, a tough thing to do and going against a team. Uh, they scored on everybody, and so they, they put it down, put the hammer down, and uh, did a nice job with that. More from Andy Reid coming up. Ron, what? Show? All, right. All right, he's getting too, a little too much with Bob, and this <laughs> and this and it's Jack's team that scored on everybody to the tune of six on the Titans just two weeks ago. Let's let's slow down, Andy. <laughs> a little more from Andy Reid uh, after today's win over the Jaguars. Um, uh, 24 steps in. He's been playing special teams for us, Lucas. And he steps in and, and gets an interception, uh, which is a great deal. Our safety is really, I'm not sure you want to play safety for us. <laughs> it's a rough position right now. We've, we're down to about our sixth safety. So it's a, uh, But he did a nice job of stepping up. Our young guys, 57, 92, great job of stepping up uh, when counted on. So th- those are the positive things. We, we obviously can't have, we got to keep ourselves under control emotionally. You're going to play two good football teams play each other. You can't let you let the emotions get to you. This is a team that's going to come in and they're going to try to be physical with you and push you around in your own place. And so you can't do that either. So you're going to put your foot down, but you got to do it the right way. And so we've got to learn from that. And you surely can't be ejected from the game. That's not smart football. And But it's a lesson that you can learn. Uh, first of all, no one's going to push us around anywhere, uh, but be smart with it. So with that time here. <coughs> Yeah, so they, they really, um, I, I look at that as one of the better defenses in the National Football League. Um, they, uh, they've proven that over a couple of years here. They're tough. And, and I was proud of our guys of uh, rallying, you know, making plays, getting down there. Uh, felt like we should have come out with two touchdowns. We got one, uh, but um, they're a field goal. So, um, you know, I, I'm proud of our guys for doing that. You know, Patrick, Kelsey, these guys, Patrick, he threw a couple of interceptions. So, all of a sudden, now how's he going to react? Throw an interception. It didn't even phase him, man. He just kept going and kept firing. Made some big plays. Made some big plays to Kels and uh, oh, a couple of the other guys too. So I mean, Tyreek had some a big play and some great catches. Conley. So he kept spreading the ball around, and I thought he did a heck of a job. But it was good to see it doesn't phase him. You're going to throw those when you're quarterback in the National Football League, and so how you react to it becomes very important. And I thought he handled that well. Head coach Andy Reid, right to the phones, 576-7610. Before we do that, Ron, you think Andy Reid was hinting 
that he liked the dirty oh, play? I think he loved it. it. Bill Self used to do stuff like this when Kansas would play soft or when Kansas would go over the top, excuse me, and have like some going across the line things, but he loved it. I think he loved it. Let's go to uh, Des Moines and talk to Trent. You're next up on 610 Sports Radio. Yeah, What's up, Trent? Trent. Trent, going once. Trent. Yes, to- yes, I'm here. Turn your radio down for us, Trent. Yes, I'm sorry. That's all right. Uh, you sound like you don't have much of a voice left, Trent. Yeah, I was screaming a lot at the football game today. <laughs> Good for you. Um, I would like to hear you guys talk about um, it feels like defense used to always like win championships, so to speak. But the way that professional sports are going and the way that uh, the NFL is trending, I feel like, you know, the Chiefs have a good enough offense, even, you know, a subpar defense and not that offense is good enough to make it to the Super Bowl. And with Patrick Mahomes at the helm, even though he didn't even play fantastic today, he still threw over 300 yards with two interceptions. But he's still making plays that put the Chiefs in position to win every single football game. I don't think we're going to see, and I said this uh, earlier, I think I said it at halftime to you, Pete. I don't think we're going to see in this era of football where a team that is known to win games 17-14 can't score a lot on offense but only can dominate on one side of the football. I don't think that team exists in today's NFL right now. No, I, I, I don't I, I don't think there's going to be a defensive team that's solely defensive that goes on to win a Super Bowl ever again, really. I just with the way the league is going. I I look at the Chiefs and I, I think they have the offensive firepower to win a championship as soon as this year. I don't necessarily think the defense needs to be perfect. They just need to be good enough for the offense to get by and you have a really contender there, especially if you're playing well at the right time of the year. That's what this thing comes down to. Not always, it's not always the best team that wins the Super Bowl. It's are you hitting on all cylinders at the right time? And for that, you know, that's when it gets cold outside. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say ever. I mean, you just never know. Right, the game how, could change. How, what happens. But Sean Salisbury, who joins Sean Vern every Thursday at 1230, <laughs> said, tweeted this out. So, defense wins championships. Um, no. It's do you have a quarterback? No, it, it, and it, that's it, what it is. In this NFL. I mean, yeah, the, the Eagles were a great defense last year, but it was Carson Wentz that was putting the ball up and, and Nick Foles, who was in that system for so long and all the weapons that they had. You know, it was Tom Brady being Brady and everything else. The, 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 the Patriots haven't had a stellar defense, a, a league-leading defense in a long time. They keep plugging guys in and they keep getting by, but the league is not, yeah, you need to have a decent defense, but you're not going to see those Ra- that Ravens team. That wouldn't win in today's NFL with, with Ray Lewis and company. That team wouldn't win in in today's National Football League. Man, you may not see Seattle. No. No, you're right about that. I mean, that just may not happen. Trent, thanks for the phone call, man. Andy, you're next up listening to us in Tulsa. What's up, Andy? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. You got it. I'm not usually of the mind that two wrongs make a right, but uh, spot on with the Jaguars in that first half, their defense, they were acting like a bunch of punks. They were the ones who started the trash talking. They started the uh, stepping over guys, and they thought they were going to punk us. Now, Chris Jones, I mean, you can't hammer punch a guy in the thigh. Like, <laughs> that's wait, everybody game, right I mean, down like, that. That's the rule. You cannot hammer punch a guy in the thigh. Well, I thought that was like, a great description. If you're going to get kicked out for something, at least get kicked out for something worthwhile. Of, yeah, punch you know, him for something. weren't trying to get caught. But you <laughs> laying on the guy, hammer punching him in front of the ref? Um, anyways, it's just really refreshing to see our defense actually play with some grit. 
of when guys try to throw them around or punk on them that they actually, you know, they got a little fired up today, and that's awesome. It's still great to know, though, this team can also win without having Mahomes throw for four or five touchdowns. This was a, uh, I think this was a uh, statement win for the Chiefs of uh, coming back next week, and we don't necessarily have to have Mahomes for six touchdowns to win a football game, but appreciate you guys' time. Have a good day. Andy, thanks, man. I agree. Statement game for sure. Coming off that Monday night win, what do they do the following week after a division win? Boom, you dominate the team that was the alleged best defense in the National Football League. Austin, you're on 610 Sports Radio. Hey, how's it going, guys? Yo! Yo, um, Charles, totally right, but I think that the whole reason Andy's on board with his physicality and not getting hurt, it starts with Mahomes. He's sitting up with him on the bench again. He's just so excited. You see anytime Kareem gets stood up that he's always there trying to push a pile. He's changed the entire mentality of the team as a whole from last year. You know, it's, you awesome. know what's great, Austin? We were kind of joking about this. It's like when the when the Chiefs have the ball, Andy's right there, calling plays, working with the offense. When the Chiefs don't have the ball, Reed's sitting there having a hot dog with, with Patrick Mahomes, like just chilling. Like, you don't even care what the defense is doing. It's great. <laughs> I, I Thanks for the call. I noticed that today, too, on the sidelines yeah. when the defense is on the field. You have Mahomes almost like, a, I mean, he's almost he's college age. He's on the sidelines, and, and this is something you'd never see from Alex Smith because he was in his 30s, but he's jumping up and down, doing jumping jacks, pumping up the crowd. Like, yeah. The Chiefs have a real fun feel to them right now. And, and, you know, you have these guys in their late 20s, a few players, very few in their early 30s. But there's a youth movement, and you can feel it now on offense and defense. Let's get Jess up real quick before we get to some more sound from uh, Arrowhead. Jess, thanks for calling. You're on 610 Sports Radio. Yeah, man, I just uh, appreciate you guys taking the call, first of all. I just wanted to just note a couple things. You know, I was real happy to see a good, uh, good balance from the team today. You know, Patrick Mahomes kind of showed his human side, threw a couple of picks, got that monkey off his back. And, and, you know, it was just real good to see the defense step up. I think, you know, D D four being out there, um, it helps to have that leadership role, you know, kind of from him and, you know, with Houston and, uh, you know, I could really tell that, you know, with Barry coming back soon, hopefully, uh, you know, even a presence of that type of player on the field can have a, a big impact on the way that the, you know, the defense plays the game. And we, we got a we got a big big test coming up soon uh, when we face the Rams. And I just you, think you got a big big thing. test in 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 seven days when they take on the Patriots in Boston. Oh, my man just looked right past I mean, the Patriots. You just look past Tom Brady. Doesn't care. Slip past we, the we, Bengals. We absolutely. And it's funny you say that because I'm I'm actually a New England fan. I have been a lifer, but uh, you know I've also loved my. My hometown, my hometown Chiefs, and uh, but I, I, you know, we can we can beat the Patriots. We've, we've got a good track record against them. It's about to say, and, don't tell uh, me you're in for a tie next week. Oh no, absolutely not. No, but I, I, the real, the real, real big test for me is is when when I see us play them Rams. That's that's what I want to see. Okay. I, I I think Every, this, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Right. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick is the test. I agree with that. I, I do. I think both. I mean, look, you, the the. I think, if anything, Pete, you and I, since we've been doing this post-game show for two months now almost, you and I should go to Mexico and cover that game. What do you think? We should take the, the show on the road, on the 610 plane. Absolutely. The Fesco 1, Air Fesco 1, and fly to Mexico City. Tequila. <laughs> and football, coverage. Locker room coverage. coverage. Yeah, we got it all. Uh, yeah, I, I, I am hearing that I am going to be tested by Lando. 
heard <laughs> by Orlando Scandrick. I heard his post game. I don't know what a tease is. But I heard his post game uh, comments were oh, something you know, out of this world. I got a bunch. I've been I've been tweeted and messaged and uh, several times about Orlando really? cutting it loose. Uh oh. All right. What well, you want to hear it? From pe- uh, you want to hear it? I'm Give it nervous. to me. All right. Here's Orlando Scandrick. Ronnie, the show's favorite Kansas City chief after a big game again today uh, in the locker room. Let me turn my mic after the win. What's it mean for the defense to have impact plays like you guys had today? Uh, I think it was great. It was a a long time coming. You know, turnovers come in bunches. We talk about that all week. Um, We talk about touching the ball in practice and, you know, carrying it over to the game. And I think this was just the beginning of what's to become. You felt like this was this was coming. You guys have been close, but to get five, I mean, what's that mean to you guys? I mean, we just got to keep playing. You know, I felt like um, we have something really, really special. You know, I've been in the NFL a long time, and, you know, I've never been around a team with the kind of infectious spirit like this. You know, just a team that comes to work every day and tries to get better and just embraces every challenge. How much momentum is that Chris Jones accepts? Uh, I think it was great, man. You know, just anytime you get a turnover, anytime you can score on defense, it's great. You know, you put points on the board, and, you know, you're right back on defense. Defense. You know, you don't give their, their defense a chance to, you know, make a stop. When you know what that defense can do, does that put more on you guys coming in to hold up your end? I mean, you know, we kind of embraced, I guess, the underdog role this week. You know, we talk about their defense, number one defense, number one offense. You know, we were kind of the forgotten piece of the puzzle. You know, for me personally, I didn't, you know, I didn't feel the respect. So I thought that it was going to be great for us to get a chance to go out and earn it in front of our home fans. How much was it about being nasty, just out-physical in them because of sort of their reputation? I mean, we physical. I don't think they physical. I think they want to pretend like they're physical when everything is going good. But I think we're really a physical team. I think we play a physical style of defense. I think we play a very simple style of defense. And we're going to do what we do better than you do what you do. You've been on this team for just over a month now. What was it like to see guys like Lucas and Armani get in and play well and given their opportunities to see the back end of the secondary I mean, mostly hold up? Great, man. You know, great. I'm I'm so happy that I get to be a part of this. A couple more guys. Do you remember, um, obviously, Nelson just got his first career pick. Do you remember uh, what it was like getting your first one? I mean, he's been in the league I did. for a year. It was off Matt Ryan, my second year. <laughs> What was the feeling like? It was great, man. Great. I'm so happy for Steve. You know, he works his butt off, and he's continuously getting better every game. Hey, was, that a, was that a tip drill or a layup line? You know, it was a little tip drill with the windmill dunk at the end. Okay. Just want to get that clarified. All right. Thank you. Ron, the show, left when Scandrick – he left the studio. Uh, Pete, where'd he go? No one knows. When Scandrick said, we're physical, they're not physical, that line, Ron left the studio. I'm just saying. He he, he couldn't I, contain himself. He he, left. he needed a little five-minute break, it looks like. Mike's, Mike's looking for Ron now. Yeah. Some some confident words, I think, from Orlando Skandrick and what sounds like a really confident Chiefs locker room. They're feeling themselves a little bit today. There's no doubt about that. Everybody, and, and he brought up, he said the word that really we never talked about because, you know, you guys at ArrowheadPride.com exhaustively, I'm sure, talked about how great their defense He's was. He's back, by the way, Ron walking back into the studio. I mean, he talked about the underdog role. Nobody talked about that Chiefs defense stepping up. Especially the underdog, the, the, the four and zero underdog. The line at home. The line from Scandrick. They're not physical. We're physical. Did you hear that line, Ron? Did you? Oh, that was the one that got you. It, I thought it was the thirty-second ranked defense. We do what we do. <laughs> we don't care about what you do. The thirty-six. You gotta, you gotta run some Rocky music it's underneath right. that. Underneath right. that. Yeah. Right. That was. See, I will Ron, not be suckered in by him Ron, this week. I told, Ron, I said at the start, Ron, Orlando, I'm going to be nice. I'm Ron, giving him a week. No negativity to Orlando. This is this is a fun show. 
You got, I don't know what you guys do in the afternoon. I mean, I hear you through the wall because my show's on right next door to yours, <laughs> and I hear you through the wall. I know it ain't Vern yelling. Did you just want to get something out right now? I'm, is I'm that what just, it is? No, I just wow. listen, this is a fun show. Right we, here. we have a good look. Every I know you guys have a beef. I don't want to start one with Ron. I'm you should go down there. He doesn't let it go. <laughs> yeah, I sure don't. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to say anything about right. Lando. Lando, you're not going to get me. I've walked to use my coping skill to walk away before I said something. I made a promise and be nice all week. I'm glad you're going to hold on to that. The city, I'm, I'm glad. The city is saying Orlando, yes, and Ron saying Orlando. No. Uh, hey, uh, so so Telvin Smith of the Jacksonville Jaguars earlier right. this week, explain this for those that didn't hear it. All right, there's been, obviously, there was a lot of back and forth between Tyreek Hill and Jalen Ramsey, and there's been a lot of hype with the Chiefs, and Jaguars reporters walked into the Telvin Smith press conference and he had a big smile on his face. So we press conference, or I'm sorry, the reporters asked him, Telvin, why are you smiling? Because I think it's, 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 it's funny. Um, it's funny. It's funny to me. But it's a great week, I'm telling you that. Look, look. <laughs> listen, listen. We uh, ask me that after the game. Say, Wednesday, why were you smiling so hard? What is was it, so funny? Is it funny that they get so much <laughs> Well, it's not. It's it's the fact that again, ask me, ask me after the game. I'll be ready. I promise you. I, I am I, am I on the right track? Exactly. I I ask you. I ask. Because <laughs> it was funny. It was funny as I was getting prepped for this interview. And getting prepped for the questions, just the, the prep uh, this week, man, it's funny. It's great, though. I'm telling you, it's great. All right, that was Telvin Smith earlier this week. I, everybody wants to know what's so funny, right? Here's Telvin Smith today. Let's find out. In the Jacksonville locker room after losing to the Chiefs 30-14. to 14. Let's do it. Just talk about the disappointment coming out here. Yeah. A lot was made of it, and you guys not coming up short. They were disappointed. Um, they came out, had a level of intensity. We didn't match it early. Uh, started to fight back late. Too late. Too little, too late. Too little, too late. You surprised that you didn't match it at the beginning? Um, I am. I am. I am. Um, I'm very surprised. Very disappointed. Very hurt by this one right here. But this was a test. I think this one right here brought our team closer together, and it's just getting us ready to prepare uh, for the second half of the season. Now we got to step our game up. Did this sting differently than the than the Titans lost to? Than the Titans lost. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess I say yeah because it's today. You know what I mean? I forgot about that one. That one over with. We had to move on. And, and we was looking at today, so this is the freshest one, this is the newest one, it's the worst one. Yeah, they just stress you so much because emotions and horizontal. They they, they they came out and, and, and got out in space uh, and, and got did what they do. You know what I mean? We just did not get out there and play and execute. Uh, they did what they did. We didn't do what we do. That's what happens. Uh, a couple turnovers and stuff like that. Uh, can't win games like that. Lost the turnover battle. You guys did a good job in the red zone, generally speaking, holding right. the field goals. Is that a victory against an offense like this? I mean, it is, but at the end of the day, it's points. Um, so, so we lost the game and gave up points. Um, so, I think what we gave up one red zone touchdown, two, one, the, the one that they scored with Hunt. Um, so, you know, it's tough. It's tough. Tough loss. Um, Gonna regroup, be ready for next week. Was the plan sound in terms of getting the moves? It was solid, but obviously, uh, 
he got out a little bit. You know what I mean? So, uh, again, I, I, I don't. We're gonna go back and look at tape and, and see what happened. Well, we know what happened. We lost, but we're gonna go back and tape, make the adjustments, get ready for next week. Seven. Now, you know, you talk about winning quarters. This makes a, puts a lot of pressure on winning this quarter, doesn't it? Pressure. It's early in the quarter. You know, we still got three games. Uh, we still, we still a very powerful team in this league. So we, we're gonna be ready, man. Three games. Uh, worry about this next one. We're gonna make sure we get it done this next one. Do I feel like we went to Come on. Listen, we said something. We ain't stepping off, but we still ten toes down. Just adversity. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, again, I, I really feel like this team or this game brought this team even closer together, even pushed us further in the direction that we want to go. Uh, because, hey, this could have been a playoff game. And, and we plan or, or we're going to be in those games. So, just get up there. It did, man. The crowd was loud. Uh, what well, that was in the end, uh, when we started to make our run a little bit, the crowd really had got into it and, and really shook the place a little bit. And then they had got a big play right back, right after. So, it definitely was. Yeah, I'll you again. Do you, do you approach them differently? Do you, uh, do you have a better feel for what they do offensively? We'll assess it when we get there. You guys, you were uh, so, where, did, where did the Chiefs kind of fit into that hierarchy of the league? Do you know where you feel your team is? I mean, they're undefeated now and they, and they won some big ones. Where do they fit? They, they beat us. You know what I mean? I'm not going to go and, and say that they're better than us. They beat us. They was better than us today. They beat us today. Um, we see him again. We'll see what happens. You were, you were so good on on Wednesday at the press conference. Yeah. Is it fair for me to now ask you? Because yeah. you said ask it's not me. the same. It won't be the same, but it is the same. Right. Um, it, it's just the fact that that we are who we are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and it seems that that that. that, that but I guess hey, I guess people are going to say now nah, the questions are supposed to. But it's fine. We are who we are. Um, so when the team stepped us, they better step correct because we come. Thank you. Tell them what did Watkins last one guys. Huh? What did Sammy Watkins do to upset you? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Calvin. It's Telvin Smith, Jacksonville Jaguars linebacker. Never answered the question, what was so funny? I do find it funny that he said, I'm not going to say they're better than us. They beat us. They dominated. They The, the Chiefs dominated the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Was he at the Jaguars. game? Was he at, at that football game? Uh, let me look at his stat line. <laughs> I would say this. I give him credit for coming out, but... The thing is, if you're going to be that bombastic and that confident, I mean, you got to play better than that today. If you're Delvin Smith, it, it, it wasn't. It, uh, I I can get where he's coming from. There, Blake Bortles was all kinds of awful, and their their coach was awful. Their defense was not really that bad, especially this was by far the worst this offense has played. You're right, especially Mahomes, like. I mean, Blake, what, four turnovers, a turnover on downs at the three mm-hmm. when they should have when they should have had a touchdown. You know, with that defense, if they're scoring touchdowns early, they even get a different lift. He threw a pick six for a touchdown. So on a screen. They, on a screen. <laughs> like they like they were they were they were bad. Like what Bortles threw four picks. Four. Four yeah. picks and he got stripped. Scandrick. Scandrick got one great game from him. And he got a strip. <laughs> and he got stripped by D four. That's five yeah. turnovers and a turnover on downs. Like you know, I, I hear where he's coming from. It, if he says if Blake Bortles doesn't take the gun and kill us like he did today, maybe we maybe we look better. Maybe we play better. I can see where he's coming. He's wrong. They got the ass kicked today, but I can see where he's.
Ron, you uh, you weren't with us for the pregame, but I thought it was kind of intriguing that two of the AFC West, I'm sorry, the AFC powerhouses right now are Chiefs and Jags. Like in recent years, you would never mm-hmm. say Chiefs and Jags. If you listen to Telvin right there on that sound, there's a little bit of a rivalry brewing. Like oh, that, God. that uh, I pray to God that doesn't happen. There's a little bit. You could you could hear it. I mean, I, it started with Jalen and Tyreek, and mm-hmm. I think this had a little bit of that feel to it. I think there's a little bit of. You know, you start to get those teams. I think the Colts are one for the Chiefs where there's a little bit extra in these games. If these two teams meet in the playoffs, you can tell there's already going to be some built-in animosity. We talked about this Friday on Show and Vern. I said, I pray to God that this game ends in a way that there is no rivalry. Why? Because I don't want a rivalry with Jacksonville. And one, as Vern texted me today and said, there won't be a rivalry with Blake Bortles as the quarterback. (laughs) Rivalries matter with quarterbacks. It's it's the Colts and the Patriots, but it was Brady and Manning. Like, rivals. This, to me, this Chiefs-Jaguars will be like Pittsburgh and the Chiefs. There was always a rivalry from our side of it. Right. But they had Ben, and we had Alex. The the distance between quarterback play was – Yellowstone. This is the Grand Canyon with Mahomes and and Bortles. There'll never be a rivalry with Jacksonville. Let's go back to uh, to Arrowhead here from head coach Andy Reid a little bit more after he addressed the media. Yeah, so it's funny how this thing works. I mean, I'm getting old, so it used to be we didn't start fast enough, and now and we always finish strong, and now we start fast, and we you know all this stuff. So I don't worry about all that. Every year is different. We have new players playing. I don't put any time or thought into that other than you asked me the question. So uh, we're just going to take the next game. We're going to go through the process and make sure that we do the right things and come out and play good football. What was your defense? Yeah, um, I, well, I thought it was a great game plan. And uh, and then guys I thought executed, they they drove on the ball. Um, they've got pr- We had pressure on the quarterback, it seemed like, all the time. Um, which is a plus, and um, you know, so I, I think that's why. Yeah, yeah some of the throws went his direction. I don't know if they were picking, but the, some of the throws went that direction. Uh, he was in press coverage. I think they were probably working more of the coverage than they, they were, um, you know, skating. So I thought he did a, did a nice job. He competed. I think they had one, one grab on him over there that was significant. And other than that, uh, he bared down and he came back and made a great play even after that one. So I thought he did a nice job. Yeah, no, I, listen, if you can get a team uh, in a situation where they've got to throw the ball, although they, you know, they kept they kept running it there for a series at least. And um, but um, we were able to get the lead, maintain the lead, add on to the lead. Chris had a nice um, interception there, which was tre- tremendous. He even gave it a little move there. Um, I capped it off with a bad thing, but he. he with getting thrown out of the game, but uh, the the initial part that that touchdown, let's not take it away from that's pretty good. That's a D lineman, so uh, but we were able to add to the add to the lead, which became important. Thirty to fourteen, Chiefs over the Jaguars. Head coach Andy Reid. We're going to go to uh, Arrowhead and check in with ArrowheadPride.com editor Ali Trost coming up here in just a second. Before we do that, a little bit more from the head coach. Yeah, so it's a team. So we don't point fingers. We don't do any of that. We're all in it. We know that uh, every week, uh, and it's probably put special teams into that question there. So um, we expect every phase to pick up the other phase if one phase is down. So, um, and uh, we've been able to do that so far. We've got to keep, keep that rolling. <clears throat> yeah, so um, I mentioned before that about just playing together. And 
we didn't get a lot of that during camp where we were together uh, as a group. And so much of uh, defense, I mean, it's hustle and tough and all those things, but it's also communication. So you know that. So you, you better be able to, uh, you better know what the other guy's doing. You better be able to change it like that if there's a shift or a motion that takes place. And so I just, the more you play together, the, uh, you, know, you expect that group to be, to be better. So. Yeah, so the O-line's done a nice job, and Kareem's running hard. Again, coming off a short week, and felt like he'd been in a car crash when he woke up uh, after that last game. So it's a short week, so he's got to get himself back, get in, get treatment, do all those things. I thought he did a good job getting himself ready to go and then being able to put it down when he needed to put it down. So he, I thought he did a real nice job. Huh. Yeah, defining the character. So th this is a good football team that was in here. Um, and... There's a chance you meet them down the road. I mean, they're they're physical, they're emotional. You know, they're going to come after you. They're going to let you know that they're out there, uh, verbally and physically. And, and so, um, and they've they've been there. Right? They were in the championship game last year. So, it's a it's an important win. We're talking about fifth game of the season. So, you got a whole lot of season left, and you have an opportunity to play a good football team again this week. And so. You got to go back through the process. You got to learn from your mistakes to get yourself better, and uh, and so that's what we'll do. And um, and really, if you just keep the score zero zero and keep working hard, you'll be okay and go through the process. There's head coach Andy Reid after the win over the Jaguars today. Chiefs thirty, Jacksonville fourteen. Back in studio, Ron, the show, and Pete Sweeney, Mike Wickett, with you at five seven six seven six ten. Give us a call. You're leaving Arrowhead. What's traffic like? Let's head to Arrowhead right now. Arrowheadpride.com. Editor Allie Trost is with us. Allie, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you managed to stay dry. Weather didn't have much of an effect on this game after that first Jacksonville drive. No, it really didn't. Actually, the weather had the biggest impact probably on the tailgate. And then after that, it was pretty dry when the sun came out at halftime. Um, pretty much smooth sailing, I guess, from there. Everyone could kind of take the ponchos off. Uh, dock the boats because uh, there was no flooding on the field thank god Allie, you were in the chief's locker room after the game what was the general mood i imagine they're very happy with the victory but did it feel like there was a little bit extra today yeah i mean i don't know but the only thing that i will say was could have been you know making them a little bit more hesitant to be as big of smiles as they probably would have been because yeah the mood happy everyone's you know feeling good five and oh you can't really complain however they were at the same point last season so I thought it was interesting. We caught up with Travis Kelsey, and he was asked, you know, the team's been in this position before, 5-0 and last season, and now going into the Patriots, how does the kind of uh, the strength or sturdiness of this team feel a little bit stronger than it did in past seasons? And he credited a lot of that to just kind of the mentality, the confidence, and the accountability of the guys on the team this year in this group compared to past seasons. He also had a lot of great things to say about Patrick Mahomes and just his vision. And when everyone on the, on the offense is on the same page, you can't really go wrong. And they're going to see a lot of great things if they can just keep that up. Um, another thing that he said, again, kind of going back to the confidence and the accountability, he said that the team was sick of the ups and downs and the roller coasters and not being able to finish, and that a big part of Andy Reid's approach this year is finishing in the fourth quarter and really closing games out with a win. You know, Allie, we're talking a lot about uh, the, the penalties, the ejections for, for a couple of guys, Kareem Hunt uh, throwing the headbutt on the sideline at one of the, the Jaguars defenders. What was the feeling amongst the guys of, well, Ron in studio called it, you got to have some stupid. 
Other people have called it <laughs> swagger. Other people have called it confidence. What, was there any feeling, any talk to that kind of reaction out of this Chiefs team and some of these players? You know, a lot of guys down there were really kind of brushing off a lot of comments in terms of that. I know Andy Reid said something along the lines of, you know, when your guys are getting pushed around like that, you have to kind of step up and answer the call a little bit in that way and, you know, show people don't mess around. However, I would probably err more on the side of, yeah, that was uh, not always the most uh, intelligent (laughs) option on the field, given especially the injuries that they were dealing with on the defense. So injuries plus ejections. No, not a lot of um, not a lot of the players in the locker room were really speaking too much to that, or you know, going into elaborate detail. Um, it was more about uh, about the successes with the defense and their ability to put up 30 points despite Patrick Mahomes not throwing any touchdown passes today. But uh, but yeah, so the ejections, a um, little bit of stupidity, but also a little bit of swagger. So it's kind of up to your interpretation on that. Yeah, me and Ron have been arguing about that all show. Uh, I, I had a, uh, and I've been right. Okay, I have, I have a. I think coming out of this game, uh, the the biggest downside, right, is you is you don't have your starting right guard for the foreseeable future. Did you happen to catch Laurent Duvernay Tardif in the locker room? How did he look? Uh, did any players talk about it? Just what, what's what's uh, what was your feel for that situation? No, when we were in the locker room, there was really not a lot of news um, on the injury until it came out in press, which is obviously the press conference with Andy Reid being broadcasted uh, throughout the speakers here at Arrowhead. So that was the first um, that the news really came out, and I didn't see LDP in the locker room um, when the the interviews were going on. So not a lot of um, update on that so far, and I know Andy Reid doesn't predict him to be out for the rest of the season. However, it's really unknown kind of how long that could actually be. Um, so not a lot of players had much comment on that because I'm not sure how many of them even knew the extent of the injury at the time that we were in there. Allie, we're going to let you go, but uh, I do want to give you props. It was your first time joining the Arrowhead Pride tailgate show, and you won the prediction game. Uh, you had 31-21. She was the closest of anybody That's crazy to getting this right. So props to you, Allie. You beat out all the rest of your, uh, your teammates at arrowheadpride.com. I think that equals me out for how terrible my fantasy team is. And I also, I almost tweeted that during the game that in past predictions, I usually underestimate the offense. And this time I underestimated the defense a little bit, um, which was a good thing. It was a good feeling to see that out on the field today. But yeah, I didn't tweet it because I didn't want to jinx it. But hey, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you, Ali. Appreciate it. Great work down there. Again, 12th place in the Arrowhead Pride Fantasy League. Get you Raiders colors at training aren't, camp next year so it looks like mm. Allie may be wearing aren't you tied with her for last we'll, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens after Pete, this week. aren't you in dead last we'll along see, with we'll, Allie we'll see what happens after a four-way tie for lack of swagger or a lot of stupid which one is it I can't I can't figure out which is which you gotta have some nuts you gotta have some nuts <laughs> on the team hey quick. yeah you're gonna end up with no players on the field at the end of the, at nah, the, end of the season they, 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 it was 30 to 7 could you they get did. a suspension for banging on someone's leg I was thinking about that myself with Chris Jones He's I mean could gonna, you He's not going to get suspended. He was on the ground, like Nadam Kinsu, <laughs> slamming another player's leg. You just knock on wood. Hopefully. Yeah, he's not going to get suspended. Hopefully. Hey, if you want to jump in, we'd love to hear from you. Lines are wide open. Your Chiefs are 5-0. 30-14, the final score uh, over the Jaguars, the best defense in the National Football League. What do you think of your team now? Who do you give a lot, the most credit to for this one? Love to hear who would get your game balls. Give us a call at 576 uh, still to come, we're going to hear from Kendall Fuller. You're going to hear from Travis Kelsey, as uh, Allie talked about. 
They've been in this position before. But Kelsey talked about it, and you'll hear it next. The 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride Postgame Show. Big-time players make big-time plays. 610 Sports Radio. Show and burn. Weekdays at 10 on 610 Sports Radio. Dynamite end to that highlight <laughs> by, by Jim Nance on CBS. I hope and, everybody's ready for Jim Nance and Tony Romo because this is what the Chiefs are going to get for the years to come. I uh, I don't know how you guys feel, <laughs> uh, and and feel free to jump in at five seven six seven six ten CBS on the call thirty to fourteen the final Chiefs over the Jaguars. Would love to hear you here on the Seventh Street Casino Arrowhead Pride post game show ArrowheadPride.com, editor in chief Pete Sweeney Ron the show Hughley from Show and Vern I'm Mike Wickett. Uh, I used to hate Jim Nance. Why? He's corny? I, I used to hate Jim Nance because he sounded like, because I hated the broadcast team of, of Nance and Sims, of Phil Sims, because Phil Sims doesn't properly use grammar, and I believe a broadcaster, for the most part, should use grammar in the correct way. Oh, my God. That being said, <laughs> I also thought he was about to say. I, also, I used to also feel that, he, that, that the broadcast was boring and Phil Sims didn't know what the hell he was talking about, even though that guy has forgotten more about football than all of us have because he's Phil freaking Sims. That being said, Romo and Nance, to me, is a complete breath of fresh air. I actually enjoyed Jim Nance calling football games, and I didn't two years ago and the seven years he was with Phil Sims before that. It had a, it does have a feel of, and all the color guys before did it a similar way, where Romo is kind of making the job his own, and I think that what's, that's mm-hmm. what makes him so good. It, it, the fun comes through when he when he's doing it, and he's really just talking. He's not trying to be anything or anybody. He's just enjoying a football game, and it sounds like with his friend, and I think that's kind of what makes a Tony Romo broadcast. Because what I love most about Romo is, like, all right, here's what's going to happen. Uh, he's going to look to his right and fire where there's trips left, and, and all of a sudden that exact play happens. And nobody yeah. else does that. Yeah, I don't like – I'm not a huge Romo fan. I think Jim Nance is really, really good. I'm not a huge Romo fan because every everyone could do that. Yeah, I, it just ruins it for me. I'm like, shut up, Tony. Like, Chris Collinsworth could do that. Troy Aikman, you don't think Troy Aikman could no. tell you exactly what? They can. They've gone to They've gone to practice, and they've sit and no. watched it. And why the don't watch they? The Col- Col- because Col- you don't just tell, tell them what's going to happen. I Ooh. do. Col- Collinsworth does a nice, nice job at giving you enough, and I think he has a good feel for that. I feel like Ron and I, who this is the first time we've done a show together, right, Ron? I think so. I think you and I and have, last like very have very little in common <laughs> when it comes to sports because it seems like everything that I like you don't. I, I yeah I like Jim Nance. I'm a college. <laughs> I'm just I'm a co- I'm a college basketball guy and I love Jim Nance and I watch Jim Nance's. Mike prior earlier today you weren't here yet but Mike was saying how much he really enjoys Orlando Scandrick. You were saying you're a big. Orlando fan. Listen, Orlando has played a great game. He was terrific today. All nice. Oh, there you go. You finally agree on something. All nice. There you go. Orlando's game. Orlando. Hey, uh, Travis Kelsey stepped to the mic today after the Chiefs win 30 to 14. Here's what he had to say. Come on, guys. Hey, Travis. uh, You guys play defense the rest of the year like you did today. How good is this team going to be? I mean, yeah, the sky's the the limit um, if we we play all all four. phases of the game like that. I mean, uh, special teams, um, offense, defense. I mean, it's just, uh, 
it's a special thing when you get a whole group of guys that come together for one goal, man. It's uh, special and it's uh, sure as hell is fun. You guys were 5-0 and at this point last year, as you remember. Does this feel sturdier? Does this feel longer lasting, if you will? Um, I believe so, man. I believe so. I think I think everyone can say it's a different feeling. Um, a lot more confidence, a lot more uh, a lot more accountability amongst the guys to, you know, keep coming in and, and, and going through their routines and getting ready for each week. And sure enough we got um, the tests the tests keep coming every week in, week out. I mean we got the Patriots next week, already looking forward to them and uh, and, and and uh, the challenge that we're gonna have uh, set forward. You said you feel more confident. Why? What what about this year's team? Um I think it's. I think it has a lot to do with uh, years past. Um, guys feeling uh, feeling sick of uh, the kind of the ups and downs roller coasters. Being able to to take what happened last year and uh, and fix it. And uh, sure enough, I mean the the finishing the games and uh, finishing week in week out, finishing the practices. Uh, Overall, the finish mindset has been huge in terms of uh, what Coach Reed has, has emphasized on this uh, football team. And sure enough, for during the fourth quarters, I mean, we just try and amp it up one more notch. What role does Patrick Mahomes have in fixing those mistakes from the past season? I mean, he was here. He was here. He's a special guy, and he he he, um, he plays the game instinctually. He, he understands where all 11 guys are on the field, and sure enough, um, if you can get on the same page with them. Um, you can find you can find the voids and, and, and the ball's going to be there. You can trust that and it's accountable. And I think that's uh, that's made our team that much better. Is his awareness evident with the number of receivers he utilizes during the course of the game? Yeah, without a doubt. I mean that, that and that's a that's you know hats off to Coach Reed and Coach Bienemy, our offensive staff, for uh, putting us in those situations so that one uh, five has the opportunity to get it to whoever he needs to. Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey after today's win, 576-7610. Right back to the phones. And Jonathan, you're on 610 Sports Radio. What's up, Jonathan? Hey, guys. I called you last week, and I asked about this same exact issue. I love what Pat can do outside of the pocket, but I feel there are some plays that he could be stepping up and buying himself more time, less yards on the pass, and being more efficient as far as going through his reads. Uh, like I said, I mean, who can complain when you're 5-0? and but I would love to hear your guys' thoughts of how he navigated the pocket in an extremely dominant pass rush from the Jags. Jonathan, thanks for the phone call. Boys? I think it's I think it's a part of his game that is progressing. I, I definitely think that if there's any aspects to the Mahomes game that is a weakness and a clear weakness, it is that. And I think what the Chiefs have here is all of a sudden a potential championship team on the fly. And so the only thing that matters, I think, right now, because you're feeling like this team's going to be good enough to make the playoffs, is in 11 games that that is perfected. Now he has 11, 11 chances to go out there and continue to get better and better at that. The Patrick Mahomes' 16 games of NFL experience, 16 games of regular season starter experience, is going to be a different Patrick Mahomes in week one, and, and I think that's the way it should be. And, and so you hope by the end of this thing and the Chiefs get ready for this postseason, which, you know, if everyone stays healthy and you're blessed and, and things keep continue to go in the right direction, you're there. And, and uh, that, to me, is one of those aspects. I just want to say to you, Jonathan, this in this town, this happens a ton when you are critical. Yes, they're 5-0, and oh, but, damn it, you could be critical because it feels like, and I think everyone should be thinking this, this team has as good a chance to get to the Super Bowl as anybody else. And you've got to look at this team and think, what could be issues down the line? Now, being said that, I don't agree with what you talked about. I think Pat does all right in the pocket. I think Pat does a good enough job. We've just seen the last two games he's had to come off his first and second read. Hell, in those first four games, he just his first, second read was there. He's had to come off it. And I think he's done all right. Um, 
he had his worst game today, but um, I don't worry about Pat in the pocket. There, there is a little bit of discomfort. I think I think you could see that he's more comfortable rolling out. To make his it, right. Making plays. <laughs> Especially yeah. to his right. Especially to his right. He tried to do another Conley 49ers miraculous touchdown today. I think there's just a little discomfort, and I'm not saying he's bad in the pocket, but if there's any weakness that I think he needs to get a little bit more comfortable, and Ken Swanson, our Mahomes insider, will tell you this when he reviews the film. I mean, I think it's that aspect. Mm-hmm. And, I, and that's, that's the good thing about this is as you – you know, Bill, this team is good enough where he could learn that on the fly. He's good enough where he could learn that on the fly. Thanks for the phone call, Jonathan. Out to Anaheim. Our guy Reggie is calling in from the West Coast. What's up, Reggie? Oh, Lord. Yes, sir. Yeah, get ready, Ron, because I'm coming for you, home. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, I'm going to tell you like this, Ron. You, you didn't gave my man D Ford a lot of flack over the years. Oh, hold on. No, 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 oh, no, no, wow. no, no, no. No, I have been with you on D Ford. You know that. I am not Bink. I have been with you on D Ford. Now you know I have not. Well, I have. I have been the one who's been with you. I said it this week. It's a foregone conclusion that they don't resign your best defensive player. Now you can give me another so, stuff. Okay. Okay. So, but 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 the point is, is that you might have to resign D Ford because right as of right oh, now, no. he's like the best pass, the pat, best pass rusher that we have. He's your best defensive so, player. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no doubt, no doubt. So that was the first point. Second point is uh, everybody, you know, talking about Mahomes in the pocket. I think he was fine today, man. And what people got to realize is Jacksonville's defense talks so much trash. Everybody around the country talks so much trash about how good this Jacksonville front line is. And they barely even got, got a hold of Pat Mahomes today. And that was the best defense that they're going to see this year. So, yeah, I'll take him being a tad bit uncomfortable. Hell, if I had 350-pound mutants, Chasing me around the field, I'd probably be a little uncomfortable too. But he still stood in the pocket and he still de- delivered the ball. It wasn't his best game, obviously. We can see that. But hell, if that's not his best game and we still kicking butt like that, I mean, I'll take it, man. And he's still only six games into his professional career. People need to calm down and realize that he's not going to be a finished product this far into his career, man. But hell, he's good. He's good. For being six games in. So that's all I wanted to say, man. Y'all have a good one, man. Go Chiefs. Hey, thanks as always, Reggie. Appreciate it. You know who else was your best defensive player? Justin Houston. You know who else? Eric Berry. I think you got to think long and hard about giving this guy a contract at the end of the year. People are asking, by the way, on the text line, do we have a status update uh, from Justin Houston? Have you heard anything yet? Seen anything on Twitter yet, Pete? Uh, just the, that it was a strain. It, it's nothing that seems serious. A hamstring strain. I'm sure that he'll be probably limited in practice this week. I think there are different degrees of that. We'll have anything that we learn uh, run through our in-house injury expert, Aaron Borgman, on ArrowheadPride.com this week. I'm sure you'll have plenty of reports from the guys here. Fesco, show, the drive uh, this week on 610 Sports Radio. If he don't just try to slide that through like I missed that walkthrough. Yeah, um, I'm with you. <laughs> I, I, I have been calling from the jump never to, never to pay a safety in Eric Berry as much as you paid him. But Justin Houston – who got who's been hurt, right? Uh, a big part of his and I understand that that D Ford has injury history, but a big part of why Justin Houston's not as effective is because of his injury. And the same with Barry. Now, I don't think you would have to pay D Ford the same amount that you would have to pay those guys. You're not paying ninety million. No, He's due to be I don't, an unrestricted free agent. Of I course know you that. I, how much do you think D Ford's getting on the open market? More than the Chiefs should pay him. How much? I, I, to me, are we looking at four years? I'm talking sixty million guaranteed. I I don't see him getting more than thirty. Thirty total or thirty, 30 guaranteed? guaranteed. Thirty million guaranteed. That to me, that is 
for a guy who, when you know you're going to have to pay your quarterback a ton, you know you're going to have to pay Tyreek mm-hmm. Hill a ton, and you've already done something stupid with Sammy Watkins, and the money that you have, $30 million to a guy who is an effective pass rusher, you're taking a chance with the injury. That's why you don't have to pay as much. But that, to me, matches instead of going and having to – I get what you're saying, but them in the draft, what they've done with Speaks, who I don't think is an outside linebacker. He recovered a fumble today. With so, what they've done with Speaks, <laughs> who I don't think is an outside linebacker. That's all I got, man. Passing yo, who <laughs> apparently they put up on there is weighing 289, just put 290, who they have up there. Like, he's he Passing doesn't yo. seem like he's ready Passing to roll. Passing yo is, is in his second year. He's finally coming along. I, I think you think about it. I'm not saying you definitely let him go. I, I think that you got to think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I think we're on the same. Like, you know, to just say it's a foregone conclusion, uh-huh. which I feel like it is. Like, you can tell me contract years. Last year, D4 was hurt. The year before, he was pretty good. But he gets and, hurt a lot. No, I get, and I get, if that is your uh, problem, yes, but I think that's why it's discounted. You're not paying him 90 like Matt got. Of course not. But it's not like he's a restricted free agent. Any team in the league, there are teams that make dumb decisions all the time, like investing in a guy more, more money. Yeah, I mean, so if some, he's going to get money elsewhere, I mean, I think we've learned enough in Kansas City where – he hasn't. There, there has been just too many times when you, you're accounting on this guy, and he just can't find a way to the field, find his way to the field. And I understand he's healthy now. I'm saying, look at this this body of work. I mean, if he gets 12, 13 sacks, he's got all. You know, he's second in pressures to Khalil Mack. Of course, you have to consider it. But I mean, really think about it. if you want to invest another long term investment, and and you're this far up against the cap. Like that's why the Chiefs couldn't go out and get. Someone in the secondary this year because they were that far up against the cap. Yeah, like, don't do that to yourself again. But they'll have things. Like Justin Houston's not going to be on this football team next year. All right, they're not paying him twenty plus. Not million at this dollars. rate. Uh, yeah, not. not at this well, rate. They need, he needs to just. They need to just let that ride. He's not going to be on this team next year. Uh, Chris Jones had a big old game today. Had the pick six. Talked to the media afterwards. We knew we were going to see this good. How good will this team be? I mean, uh, it's all about getting better every week. You know, we can't hang our heads on this game. We can enjoy it, but we got to get no, better. Fine. We got to correct some things, and uh, you know, we got the pictures coming up. We knew we were going to see a good defense today. I just don't know if people expected it to be you guys. Excuse me. I, we knew we'd see a good defense today, but I don't know if people expected it to be the Chiefs. You guys should play well today, right? No, um, uh, I don't think we've been playing bad. We just been making some mental errors. So correct those errors. Week in and week out, and we go out and play our game. Chris, when you think back to you guys being five and zero last year, how does this feeling compare? The strength of this team. How do you compare these two? Um, we really don't look back. You know, we take it this year. We focus on the next game, this game. So we don't look back at the last year. This team is a different team from last year. Hey guys, thanks, Chris. All right, thank you guys. Who who asked that second question? What know. kind? Of, who asks this? Who asked, it wasn't even really a question. Feels, I mean, it was real BJ like. It, it, I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was real BJ. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Oh, no. Has a fractured no, it's the wrong guy. It's Andy Reid. Oh, man. I, I, who asked that question? Real BJ like. It just, I, I don't understand it. Here we go. We knew we were going to see a good defense today. I just don't know if people expected it to be you guys. What in the hell? That's why you need, like, the Chris Sales. Chris Sales just. I don't when that he, that wasn't I don't think that was BJ. When you hear when like he him. hears stupid questions, he just says no. I mean That's what I would We thought say. there were was he trying to be funny? Hey, we thought we were gonna see two football teams that play good defense, but uh who knew what kind of a jerk question it was, the, was it's that? The, it was another variation of the hey, kind of talk about this. Chris yeah. Chris Jones will joke will joke around with the best of them. But yeah. as you saw so, as you saw today, this kid wants to win. I mean, it was funny. I mean, 
in training camp, we asked him, okay, well, what's your goal this year? And he said, lead the league in sacks. And, and everyone kind of laughed. But he was serious. Mm-hmm. He's 100% serious. Like, I, yeah, he jokes around. Yeah, he has his fun. But he, he he's passionate about this game. And props to Chris Jones for not jumping all over that guy. I would have, I mean, if you would have been like, hey. Uh, you would have probably beaten his thigh. I would have. I you would have got would've, him on the ground and beaten his thigh. I would have pounded him in the thigh. Exactly. And then Ron would have said I was smart to do so. Gotta and you would have said it but was you a don't, bad But move. you don't need to send a message. You've been fantastic. The Chiefs <laughs> need to send a message. I am not been fantastic. Uh, Dan and KCK, <laughs> thanks for calling, man. What's up? Hey, I just wanted to talk to you guys about how brilliant Andy Reid is and uh, how much better he is in planning his first drive than Bill Belichick. And what do you guys think about, even even with uh, Alex Smith, his first drive every single game, what he does and what he, he schemes? What do you guys think about? How brilliant he is every single week. People love the scripted plays, and then people get upset after the script ends. Uh, this is different, though. Dan joining us from, it sounds like a refrigerator. Uh, <laughs> thank you thank you for the call. I Yeah, and Andy Reid is a brilliant mind, and, you know, it's about, I would say, 12 to 15, 16, whatever plays uh, at the beginning of the game, and they're always really good. Mm-hmm. Like, he came out today firing with that crafty play that drive, with Tyree Kill at the beginning of the game. After they forced a punt, was crazy. It was a great drive. And there is always a letdown in the second half. We had a halftime show today, and one of the things I said was, okay, now you're getting the ball. I think you were up 20 nothing at the time. You would hope sometimes, and I, I find this all the time, and you can't make a script for the second half, but you would hope sometimes that they would come out, the Chiefs, I, I mean, and step on their throat, make it 27-20. Mm-hmm. And again, today, what you saw initially was the punt. And it got to be an interesting game again in a little bit in the second half. I don't think it was ever in a position where the Jaguars were going to reasonably come back and win this football game. But I want to see the Chiefs one day face a pretty good team, have a lead at the half, and in the second half get the ball and then step on their throats. I, I, I just haven't seen that in a long time from them. Coming up, uh, a lot of junk was talked all week by several members of these two teams. But to Tyreek Hill, Jalen Ramsey, you're going to hear from the Jacksonville locker room. What did Jalen Ramsey have to say after today's loss to your Kansas City Chiefs? Find out next. The 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride postgame show. Big-time players make big-time plays. 610 Sports Radio. What if I told you there was a website that was a one-stop shop for all of your Kansas City Chiefs news? What if I told you that site provided headlines, two-the-minute updates, film reviews, hot takes, Chiefs videos, and more? What if I told you there was no Chiefs website on the planet that updated their site more often? All Chiefs all the time. Arrowheadpride.com. 7th Street Casino, Arrowhead Pride, tailgate show, postgame show, whatever. It's a party. <laughs> this is a just party. a general party. Uh, Arrowheadpride.com, editor-in-chief Pete Sweeney, Ron, the, uh, the uh-huh. show Hughley from Show and Vern, like Wicked here as well, 576-7798, Chiefs now 5-0. and oh. A lot of junk talk all week between defensive back Jalen Ramsey. Uh, what's that? What? Did I get the wrong number? I did. 576-7610. <laughs> So close. I did went all last week without giving the wrong number. Five seven six seven six ten. We'll try to squeeze you in in the next ten minutes here. A lot of junk talk between Jacksonville corner Jalen Ramsey and Chiefs wide receiver Tyreek Hill. Yep. Especially when Jalen Ramsey referred to the Pro Bowl selection of Tyreek Hill last year because he was a return specialist. So disrespectful. <laughs> uh, so you, funny. You saw what the cheetah did on the sideline. He burned Ramsey. Ramsey had him too a couple of times rammed up, or I should say jammed up. But here is Jalen Ramsey afterwards in the locker room. How do you think the game went for you guys? Is this what they did to you or what you guys did to yourself? I'm not sure. we got to watch the film. Um, 
the outcome, of, of course, was not what we wanted. It's not what we came in here and hoped to accomplish, but we're going to have to watch the film and figure out what we went wrong. How frustrating was this for this football team? Very frustrating. Can you talk about your matchup with Tyreek? Did you guys have a chance to talk at all? Uh, I mean, it was a, you know, I, I, I feel like I did pretty well. Uh, really well, to be honest. Uh, yeah, what AJ just said. Uh, I held my own, but that doesn't matter. And he got a couple plays, too. It was a pretty good matchup all day with him. You weren't there a lot, but... I won the majority of my matchups today. Put it that way. Did you guys get a chance to talk at all after the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I let him after the game. What are your thoughts of uh, Patrick Mahomes and how he kind of played? Yeah, well... How about you guys, the defense, only giving up 13 points or most of the time? Did you feel that you, other than a couple of things, that you guys stood well and played well yourself? Um, yeah, I guess you could say that. I mean, uh, not well enough. We try not to give up any points, and we, um, we you know, we let them give up points. Defense wins, wins games, and defense wins championships. So uh, we're not going to be too happy about giving up even three points, 13 points. So, yeah. Does it feel as bad to you as it looked to people who might be watching on TV? Uh, like I said, I got to go home and, you know, watch the film. We have to watch the film as a defense and figure out what we went wrong. Uh, but, you know, we're frustrated, but sometimes things aren't as bad as they seem, and they're not always as good as they seem as well. What do you think about their de their offense overall? They do well. It's like the, the red zone, you guys did a nice job down there. That's, that's where, where it counts. They moved the ball pretty well until you guys got down there. Did you guys do anything different or just made, made some more plays? Uh, you know, we just ran our defense. You had a couple of picks, you guys. We did. We did have a couple of picks. Uh, I wish we would have got you know, a few more that could have changed the game around, but uh, I'm, I'm glad we kind of broke that drought that we've been having this year and got, and got a couple. He doesn't like to say a whole lot. Mr. Ramsey, leading up to the game. Yeah, talked a lot of junk all week. What did you think of Patrick Mahomes? He played well. Uh, uh, That's all he said. That's it. He played well. The, they make you, the Jags make you like them. They make Be, you like them. Because like, if you pull yourself out of your Chiefs fandom, like for me personally, that's exactly how I would react. <laughs> if, I, if, if there are people I got to play again, who I possibly got to see again, I'm not about to kiss your ass. Now hey, man, you were good. Yeah, he was good. I'm not about to go all around and, and, and kiss his ass. Like, I thought, like, Von Miller, I thought he was going a little too deep. Man, you got to play this dude two two times a year. every. Like, I'm not giving him all of that. I, you know, hey, he played good, but I'm not going to kiss your ass. We gonna, we might see you again. The I, I, I like that about them. They're ready to play tomorrow. You can hear it. The Jags are, yeah. And, I like, if you take that. Like Bortles your, isn't. Like, no, Bortles well, I don't know if Blake's ready to play or or their offensive staff's ready to call any plays. But if you take your Chiefs fandom out, yeah, like that's how you you are. Like Blake, I'm not going to give Pete too much credit. He's doing a really good job on the post game show, but I'm not going to kiss his ass because you know. Glad you guys aren't facing each other. You guys should see the studio. We actually have dividing glass, a dividing wall in between. Always Ron thank Ron and Pete for filling in for me every every week at Sween and Vern. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> you see, I'm not going to give him too much credit. All right. Appreciate that. Uh, five seven six seven six ten is the phone number. Jim in Kansas City, what's up, man? Who me? Yeah, you're on the air, first Jim. Time hey. First time caller. Hey, <laughs> yeah, Jim. Jim. Well, no, the other Jim. Caller. Wait, let me explain. First, not first time caller. I've tried to call a hundred times, but this is the first time I ever got through. Woohoo! We're glad to hear that. Welcome, Get that Jim. takeoff, Jim. Oh, yeah. Hello, Jim. Think of this. Channel forty one, best weather man in KC. 
predicted all day long, right? Every meteorologist in Kansas and Missouri predicted all state or all rain all day. Chiefs win the toss. It's downpour. Give it away. You go first, guys. Um. Nine times out of ten NFL teams with an offense like the Chiefs have defer. They usually defer. They don't, I don't. Maybe the weather played into it. Andy Reid defers every time. But, yeah, I mean, Chiefs win the toss. They didn't defer because it was raining. They deferred because that's what Andy Reid and most NFL coaches do. Andy Reid always likes to defer because <laughs> I, I feel like if he he feels that in his defense, if they can get a stop, they now have an advantage for the rest of the game. Yeah. You get the, and, and you saw it today. They weren't able to take advantage. But uh, you get the ball at half, you got a lead. As, I, as I've been saying a million times, I wish they would <laughs> score right after that, and that way put the game away, but that's that's the idea. The, Jim, I, I don't want you to be a last-time caller because we shot down your point. You might be right, but don't be a last-time caller, my friend. <laughs> Jim, get out of here, man. Jim, um, be gone. The Chiefs are 5-0. and oh. uh, Their defense just put together a performance that I didn't know they were capable of. I've got nothing on the weather or the coin toss. <laughs> and just moving on from that. What'd you make? Let me ask the two of you this. What did you make of the interception celebration by the secondary where they basically went through a layup line? <laughs> if you didn't see it, it was like the Harlem Globetrotters going back, back. They would jump up, pat, uh, pitch the ball behind, jump up, catch, throw the ball behind, jump up, and then one guy slam dunked it. What do we think of that celebration? I'm thrilled for the Chiefs today. I'm happy they got the win. I'm happy the defense played oh, well. Comes a butt. <laughs> That was a setup for a butt right there. There is no way that the Chiefs defense should have business talking about a pre-planned celebration mm. at this point. Mm. I'm happy they played well. I'm happy they turned around. Why is that in your pocket? You've had a conversation about a pick you're going to make in the end zone they've, so that you can do a celebration about it? Are you crazy? had a rehearsal. They don't, you don't just. What are you, the Harlem Globetrotters? They've had a rehearsal on well, that, and you know easy. it. There's the Chiefs' defense letting up like 32 in, in yards per game, and they're going. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I, I'm happy they played well, but how do you have a pre planned celebration oh, in, yeah. in your pocket? Yeah, that's what you do, man. Yeah, yeah they're not good enough. Right now <laughs> to celebrate. I'm glad they played well. But... I don't care how many picks they. I mean, we. You know, they're just not – and I'm about the fun. You're just – I mean, woo, you're just not good enough yet. Um, we don't really have much to add to what Pete said. Pete just let that go. Let's talk to uh, Sean, who's listening to us in New Jersey. What's up, Sean? Thanks for calling, man. Hey, what's going on, guys? First-time caller. Thanks, man. Long, Long-time Chiefs fan. Um, just a couple points from looking at the game today. The offense had the Jacksonville Jaguars defense gas. Those guys were tired out there. They uh, were going against some speed that they didn't see all year, and they were out of place for majority of the part, and they didn't know how to deal with it. So that's a good thing. If, I, if I'm opposing teams that's going to be playing the Chiefs going forward and seeing how the, the number one defense in the league was gas like that, I'm worried. And another thing I want to say is, for once in the Andy Reid era, the second half, he didn't he didn't uh, slow the game down. He kept his foot on the pedal, which was good. I, I was I was happy to see that he was continuously trying to get points instead of being conservative. But you know he kept his foot on the pedal, and in that second half, the the, the Jaguars they became 
even more gas. So that that was good. I hope Andy Reid continues that. And if he does, we're going all the way. Sean, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Final call of the show goes to Dick in Topeka. You're on K. Uh, here on Six Ten Sports Radio. Hey, just want to say uh, that was that was another good game by the Chiefs. They they did what they needed to do. Um, love your show, also. I'd be interested in your take on the uh, penalties there in the fourth quarter. Some really, I thought, stupid penalties they did. That taunting and then the uh, unsportsmanlike. Uh, call be interested in your guys take on it hey thank you man and by the way last call right here on the 7th street casino arrowhead pride post game show is brought to you by lucas wine and spirits superstore with the newest location now open just west of liberty at 152 in flintlock right there next to the best buy so thanks to lucas wine and spirits with our last call last call speaking <laughs> of party yeah let's go happy <laughs> <laughs> Sun- sunday fun day ron that's right Boys, what did you learn today about the Kansas City Chiefs as we go around and close this one out? And, Dick, thanks for the phone call, man. I'm going to end just reiterating with the point I started with. Monday night, six short days ago, the Chiefs won even though they played poorly because of their quarterback. Today, to me, it was a little bit of the reverse. I know, Ron, you could disagree slightly. But Mahomes didn't have the best game, and not every game is going to be the magician or Showtime or Chia Pat or whatever you want to call him. And he's going to need players around him to win the football game. He's going to need a defensive performance to win the football game. It showed to me that not only do you have the quarterback of the future, perhaps, maybe, just maybe, and I didn't think it was possible, the defense has something here. Maybe the defense could win a football game for you. Oh, man. And that's a good thing because, again, you get to the playoffs. It's any given Sunday, even in the playoffs. Maybe Mahomes doesn't have a good day. It's nice to know that you could still potentially win that football game. Show? I know you're going to be talking about this tomorrow from 10 to 2 with uh, with Vern. What did you learn today about your Kansas City Chiefs? Um, just continuing. These guys, I think a real important thing, two important things to me coming to the season was the quarterback to see where he gets to because that's what this year was about. But also – a toughness factor with this team. And I think a big thing around the league is that this team is soft and this team can be had if you are physical with them and you can get into their minds because they don't want to get into a physical game. They want to be finesse. They have shown that with multiple teams that have tried to bully them in years past, the the Steelers, the Broncos, and now the Jags. So I think that was the most impressive thing. D Ford was the best player on the field today. Chiefs win 30-14. to 14. Up next, it is... The New England Patriots in oh, yeah. Boston. Sunday night football in mm. Foxborough. Y'all going to be here all night. <laughs> We're going to be here late that Every one. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Hey, thanks to Steven Serta and Ali Trost and our entire staff down at Arrowhead for getting us all the sound, all the audio. Thanks to our producer, Chris. Ron, thanks for coming in, man. We appreciate thanks it. Thanks for having me. For Pete Sweeney, arrowheadpride.com. Check them out all week. And, of course, right here on 610 Sports Radio, I'm Mike Wicked. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk with you next week for Sunday Night Football. This has been the 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show on 610 Sports Radio. Coverage continues with articles, pictures, video, and interviews on arrowheadpride.com and 610sports.com. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include 
doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.